Wait a minute. Mary Ruffin woman. <laughs> Whoa. Foreign chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foreign chicks kick ass. <laughs> hey, Beavis, I could get a wife. <laughs> Whoa, cool. Get a naked one. Hello, Russian Wives Unlimited. Uh, I'm a rich American with a big wiener. to you from beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. It's been one day since you looked at me. Okay. <laughs> Why the Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> reference? Uh, we were challenged by uh, some per- some people. Some people. Yes. Is this a harbinger of who our guests may be? Yes, it is. All right. Let's let's cut the crap immediately. This is episode 162. Our guest this week. You know him. You all love him. The man with the best hair in pinball, Ryan C. <laughs> the best hair in pinball. Good day, mate. <laughs> Good day, mate. Good day, lads. It's been a while. It has been a while. What the fuck yeah. have you been up to? Uh, I started my own podcast. Uh, yeah. Working, buying. With oh, like, hold on. With who? Who could you find to do a podcast with? After Marty, well, I think there's nothing comparable. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to grow pinball. I'm. I'm taking the leaf out of Roger Sharp's book and going grassroots. So, I feel like if I just keep on dating people and trying to get them into pinball, I can spread the seed of pinball, so to speak. Yeah, you've been spreading a lot of seed then. <laughs> I've I've been trying. Good boy. <laughs> not saying, not saying I've been successful. <laughs> yeah. So, so you um, are now officially on a podcast. It's the what's it called? The Jesse J. Jesse J's oh. Pinball Adventures. So I met a girl called Jess um, a while ago, maybe almost a year ago, and she was kind of into pinball, but didn't know that this crazy hobby kind of exists and is alive and well. And it's almost like I, I reintroduced her to to the hobby, and um, she's pretty into it, man. Like, <laughs> I remember initially telling people uh, when I first um, met her, they were like, "Ah, oh, no, she's just pretending to like pinball because um, she likes you." <laughs> but no, I think she's she's at the moment she's more into pinball than me. Like, she will. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> it's e- <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Um, so she hasn't bought her first pinball machine yet. She has my shadow. She's pulled scores on it that I've never pulled before. Yeah, she she played her first comp the other day. She's she's fully into it, and now she's. This is how it works. This is how the spreading of the seed works. She's now dating a guy, and he's into pinball. So this is the Roger Sharp method: spread your seed, and uh, good things will come of it. Seed come. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Here, segue. Here's a quick segue. Since you brought that up. I just I want to play something here right now for both of you. Uh, hello. So do we have everybody? Um, let's see. Is uh, is Butthead here? Damn it, Beavis! I'm right here. Oh yeah, there you are. But like, uh, we're making a movie, and it's gonna be on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Kick it. <laughs> you said mount. <laughs> 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 
Stern, Jersey Jack, all you, all you companies, where is my Beavis and Butthead game? Two new seasons coming and a movie. And you have the whole 90s nostalgia thing of idiots like me that would buy it sight unseen. Get on with it. Let's go. Would you buy the Super Ellie for $15,000? Would you break your rule, Ron? Your, uh, you know what? I got to play it. I got to play it. Would you break that rule for This is the only license in existence I would do that for. Do you think you would, would you be buy the Super LE? Unless Homepin made it or something like that. Wait, Super LE. So you're assuming already it's going to be like a Kapow title and yep, not a cornerstone. It has to be. So it's going to be like Elvira. Yeah. If it's five figures, no. Instead of a piece of couch, what's the Beavis and Butthead equivalent of that? You get a t shirt, winger. The winger? No, no. <laughs> no. See, they can reuse the couch mech from Simpsons Pinball Party. We know Stern loves to reuse the mechs. It's perfect. Put a TV in the back corner while they're watching it. Like, they're watching, they're clicking the channels. What's the Switch frenzy? Is it them just giggling? Or that just happens throughout the entire... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Just the cornholio mode. I don't know what the... What would the narrative of the game be? I mean, they can't score... So what, the what, what's the of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, but what's like, what's the wizard mode? What, what are you trying to was do? The, what score? What was the um storyline of the movie? What were they trying to do? I haven't watched it in such a long time. Uh they're trying to get their TV back. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh no, they can't score, Bruce. That's the whole point. That's I know exactly, I'm saying the other video score. game they had, uh I think it was uh they, they wanted to get to the Guar concert. Yes. Yeah. Gore. And then on the arcade game, you, you had two choices at the end. Destroy mm-hmm. Earth or visit Uranus. <laughs> you can reuse some attack from Mars and rule the universe. There you go. Lonnie's rules guy. Uh, whatever, Bruce. Again. You know, I was playing that right before uh, we started the stream. Attack from Mars is awesome. It is awesome. Can I just say that? It is fucking awesome. So luckily, your friend found that for you, huh? Yeah. Yes. And and Ryan C keeps. I, I keep getting name dropped on all these different podcasts. I've noticed. I was I was name dropped by Josh Sharp, like on a pinball profile. Yes, they were you talking were. about the IFPA rewards program. It's like, oh yes, since Ron Hallett wanted it to continue, it must continue. Yes. And then uh, you dropped my name, Ryan, about how your yeah. uh, your tasting games is close to mine. I think our tastes are very similar, but the way we play and the way that pinballs make us feel is also pretty pretty similar, you know, call-outs-wise yeah. and, you know, kind of, yeah. So, like, when, when I watch you play and, and you stream and you get really excited, I do almost exactly the same thing. But some people don't do it, and that's okay. I don't know. I, I was playing in a comp the other day and I was kind of dancing around and, and everyone's looking at me and laughing and you can't help it. Right. When you, when you play pinball, you just have to kind of be free and, and let your OCDs or whatever, whatever the fuck the pinball machine is doing to you, just take over and you're just the vessel of the experience. Sounds like me, Ron, doesn't it? A vessel of the experience. Oh my. <laughs> doesn't that sound like me, Ron? Uh, yes. Yes. You, you, you're just anger. You're just anger. Bruce would it. just play, like, when, when you play TNA, what, you're back to the game. Yep. Just because you hated the game so much. 
Still won it. I knew I was like, when's the part where he's going to say he still won? There it is. That took all of one second. Point five seconds, please. Okay. It's like the um, final round equivalent of Jeff saying that he won in Melbourne. Um, Bruce yep. saying that he can't say that anymore. <laughs> um, yes, he cannot. You touched on uh, Lonnie D right before. Can we talk a little bit about Stranger Things? Because it after, sucks. yeah, I agree. Totally I love, love Stranger Things. Bite me. Uh, after the the last podcast, the amount of people that messaged me and said, "Ah, oh, holy shit, Ryan! I didn't know Stranger Things was meant to do that." And um, what I'm talking about, for those who haven't listened, was the left feed smashes into the slingshot yes. on, on pretty much every game. You can, yes. you can fix that. People know that you can fix that on pretty much every game. The other one is the left VUK, not VUK, kick out, that was scoop kick, kick out, out. Yes, kick out. Yeah. Like a, yeah. So it's someone like told me some more. Kick out. Yeah, pro. someone told me some more information, and someone told me that they, I can't remember who, I, I apologize, I hate when people forget conversations that now have become one of those people. Someone told me that they contacted Brian Eddy and Brian and said, Hey, Brian Eddy, I fixed it. And now it goes all the way around the loop. Like you meant it to. And he was just like, Oh no, like I wanted it to smash into the drop targets. (laughs) So um, I don't know what's going on there, but I think it is a lot better. Um, And people have messaged me and said, Holy shit. It's a brand. I've had this game. It's a brand new game now that you can adjust that scoop to go around that right little loop orbity thing uh, and come down the left orbit. So if you if you have a Stranger Things, fix it. If you're playing on location, message the dudes and tell them to fix it. He won't do it, but you can try. Or just sell it. And if you want one, go to your distributor now because Stern ain't making them anymore. Yeah. Gee, I wonder really? why. Wouldn't you, isn't yeah. Stern's rule, make it until it sells and sell it more and sell it more and sell it more, unless it's not selling. Yeah, well, yeah, touche. That's at least that's 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 what I heard on another podcast. So yes, it is. Well, yes, by a distributor who should know. So yeah, yeah. Isn't it weird that the games that sell the best because they are the best when they come out, people usually get, you know, it's like an oversaturation of it, and then they they don't hold value as much. Where the games that are shit that come out at the start, like let's face it, Deadpool was pretty average. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, it was. they yeah. don't sell, then they become better then there's no stock, and then those are the ones that have a higher end price. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all backwards. <laughs> so, Ron, you getting your Stranger Things then, since you can't get any more soon? Uh, no. Okay, good. Okay, then we're done. Uh, so I need to get every single game I like. You realize how many games that would be? Isn't that the game? That's the ultimate pinball game. I never said that. I said I really <laughs> like the game. Um, uh, talking talking about GNR, um, you said you know, <laughs> G, 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 not, sorry, not GNR, um, pirates. Um, Wonka has been going through the same thing as well, right? People, yeah, everyone now yeah. wants a Wonka. I don't know why. Game comes out, people don't want it. It gets discontinued. People start fucking saying, "Oh shit, I, I was gonna buy it. It was on the radar," and then all of a sudden, the price goes through the roof. It's number one on pin sides. FOMO, but it's like it's like the I think someone said like reverse FOMO, right? Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. It's just, I don't know. You had your chance to buy pirates and you didn't. So they're not going to make them again. They have to get the license again. I think they're hoping for another home run of money. Ooh, now that Wonka's going out, let's buy it. And it's going to go up just as much as pirates. That's exactly what I think it's going to, people are thinking. I mean, other than Wizard of Oz has Jersey Jack remade stuff. 
No. I think dialed in was made for a decent amount of time, but I think it's because the initial run was was so small. But I think they continued to make that concurrently with you know when new games came out, small yeah, runs of it. So yeah, and Hobbit was being made when uh, when uh, dialed in first came out. <laughs> Hobbit. Mm, God. <laughs> What's that right upper flipper for again? Uh, diverting the ball from somewhere else. <laughs> it's a player control diverter. See, it, you just yes. keep thinking of it as a flipper when it's not. Ugh, terrible. You can, you can somehow. It's like Star Trek. You know, on Star Trek, how the left ramp is so shallow that you can hit the left ramp from the upper right flipper. The Hobbit sometimes as well. If you hit the ball perfectly, you can get the ball up the up the left ramp from the right upper flipper. There's there's actually some like decent rules associated with it. Like I feel bad for Keith Johnson because he like no one could ever produce such an amazing rule set for such an average layout. But Keith Johnson, like he heard people loud and clear, like, what the fuck is the point of that flipper? There's modes where you can you can use it. There's something called barrel kickouts where if you hit enough pop bumpers and it feeds out through the right Unfortunately, you can also feed out through the middle. If it feeds out, if it, if it feeds out through the right, it'll drop the drop targets, and you have like a split second to hit the drop targets to advance. I think they're called barrel kicks or something. And if you get enough, you get an extra ball. The problem is, if you let the ball drain to the flipper, it there's enough time to trap up and then hit it from there as well. So, not necessary to use. Not a win. What is a win though? Would be Guns and Roses. And it, it seems uh, like you yeah. like it. You like it, Ryan. You, you keep talking all about it. Why is it so great? I just think regardless of where the smoke settles in terms of like how fun it is and, and if I, in two years' time people say, ah, oh, you know what, it's just a – it was a flail fest in the end and it, it isn't a great shooter. Whatever people come to the conclusion of, the amount of good that it's doing, I think, in the pinball community in terms of getting people into pinball, getting people to buy their first machine – people on location playing the game and fucking loving it, like that outweighs any negative possible thing that people could bring up about the machine. I've been talking to a lot. I have like access, I guess, now to a lot more newbies in the hobby because of my pinball machines on site and renting them out. And a lot of them are renting pinball machines because they've bought Guns N' Roses. There's a massive wait and they want their pinball fix in the middle of that. So it's definitely driving pinball forward more than any machine that I've seen in my over five years, David Fix, in the hobby. Can I say one thing about it? Sure. This is an OCD thing. So I figure if anyone would appreciate this or, or understand this, because I'm going to get hate mail for this. <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh, sorry. Instead of you, <laughs> yes. Yes. The first time I saw it, like one of the promo packages, they did uh, Live and Let Die. You know, because that's the coolest light show. And yeah. I thought I was the only one who saw this, but someone else I knew brought this up. They brought it up first. I'm there like, you saw that too. When it does the intro, you know, when you were young and your heart, hear that Zach Minnie that's singing, it was an open book. And then, you know, live and let die. Duh! And then the lights come on. Hmm. The lights start about half a second or so ahead of the music. Oh, fail. <laughs> Watch it. You will not See? be able to unsee it. 
Every time I see it now, that's all I see. It's just like, oh, it should be at the exact same time that it hits. Ryan, 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 do you see what I have to put up with now? Now everyone's going to hate me. Everyone's going to hate me now. I reckon uh, you're watching like an old old software version that might no. have been fixed with the latest code update. Well, okay, I haven't listened. I haven't watched it lately, but okay, I'll watch it. But I know when it first came out, that's and when I saw that, I thought maybe it was an issue with the AV sync on the the video I was watching. So I watched someone else streaming it, and nope, it was the same. All right, well, we can uh, email the the code team. I've had to email them. There's some there's some pretty weird bugs happening with that game. When I first put it on location, the auto match settings, it was grayed out and you could only start it at 50,000 points. Do you know how like 50,000 points is basically the skill shot? And every time you play it, it auto adjusts. So like the day I put it on location, I was sitting there with the glass off, getting above the replay value every time and raising it up, raising it up, raising it up. But then it has this logic that if like you play two games, you don't get the replay value. We're back down to 50,000 points. And I'm like, this is fucked. I just had to turn replay off. And I emailed them like, ah, oh, it's a bug. And they, and they fixed it. But there, there was a bug where the songs would freeze up. I have a bug now where I can't connect to, to Wi-Fi, which is quite funny because then there's all these updates that are potentially going to fix the issue, but I can't update by Wi-Fi to do it. But yeah, it's, they've got a whole bunch of new technology in there, and I guess they're just weeding through all that stuff, and um, hopefully it gets fixed soon. And I'm sure they don't give a rat's ass what I think about their timing. I wouldn't either. No. Well, I think the Slam Sale podcast is pretty powerful, right? You get people people hired at Stern. That's true. That's true. I keep forgetting about that. I f- forget. Yeah. Tremendous power. <laughs> so with Guns N' Roses, it looks like they did the remainder of the um, standard editions. Mm-hmm. Looks like they they stopped in the middle of the collector's editions, did the rest of the standard editions, and now have gone back to the collector's editions. Yep. And then they're going to go, I assume, just LE City after that. Yeah, I think so. Do you think the price will remain where it is? Oh, if it goes up again, forget about it. They're really stupid then. A lot of the issues with the, the pricing, you have shortages because of COVID and et cetera. Do you think when all that's over, any of these prices will go down? No, not at all. Not at all. It's like a car. They're going to keep on pumping it up as much as they get. They'll hit the brakes when nobody's buying. Do you think they will continue to do standard editions? Should they? No. Will they? Yes. It's hilarious that the standard editions on JJP are the, the least sold um, yes. ones. They're, if they, they're if, the LEs. The super yeah, they're, they're the super LEs. If they put a number on it, you know. Um, <laughs> but it's, I was, I guess I got in before the price rise with my standard edition. So when they announced the price rise, I, was, I guess I had a pretty selfish view of it. I was like, ah, you know, like they got to, I think they're down to their last thousand or whatever it is. Like let them make an extra grand off it. But I, I totally didn't have that light bulb moment. Where like, ah, if, if Toy Story comes out, I have to pay. 1,000 USD, like whatever the Australian equivalent of it is, to get that. I'm like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is very bad. So you were just thinking about yourself and not thinking about the rest of us suckers. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I just, don't, I just don't see. I don't see them changing. I don't see why they do SEs. Because the whole thing of Jersey Jack originally was we make the highest quality, most feature-packed games. One of their mantras, we will never sell a stripped-down game. And then they did. Which they did twice, yes. But that was their original mantra. Maybe they should 
go back to it. I, I don't know how many, how many like Jersey Jack games or on location there, Ryan, and, and are any of them standards. So I, I, I bought Wonka standard and I was the only person in my state to, to buy it. There's a distributor here that distributes Stern products and that company also puts pinball machines on location. So every every Stern is on location regardless. Like he put, he put Alvira on location, Beagles, everything. Wonka doesn't have that. Like most distributors just distribute and that's it. So I'm I'm the sucker who, who buys the JJP <laughs> machines. So I've put, I think Woz was on location before, before me. Um, I put Hobbit on location. I put Dialed In on location. Uh, but there's already someone doing that as well. The only pinball machine that hasn't been on location is Pirates. And why would you fucking do that? Like to, to break a $20,000 machine. Yeah. So, yeah, they perform well. Like I, Gina has only been on location for two and a half weeks, but it's, I've, I've checked and it's doing like double every other pinball machine. Do you know what pinball machine is not doing well? Avengers. Rick and, Rick oh, and Morty. I wouldn't doubt yeah. it. Because it, it, it's it, not it, fun when it comes yeah. to playability fun. Um, it's great but, for the music and the, and the call well, outs. How big a theme is that in Australia? It's pretty big. And the location I have it at, there's some pretty young people, um, young-ish. But uh, the first month it did really well. I think that was all pinheads. You know, like it was the only one in Australia on location. The second month, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles destroyed it by like 30 40%. And I watched people play TMNT and... I don't know, like, I guess they, they're just getting into the multiple by shooting three times in the middle, but I'm so confused now by, like, when you, <laughs> sometimes I leave credits on machines, and people walk up to the machine, and the start light is flashing, the one that says start, and it's green, and it's fucking flashing, like, at your crotch. No one clicks it. Stern is right. People click the button on top. Oh, yes. And um, I left, like, five credits on Gina the other day when I just fixed a little issue. And uh, some guy, some guy walked up to the machine and he sat there and he just pressed the button and you know the, the machine starts speaking to you in attract mode, and then he walked away. He wanted a free game and he didn't know how to do it. Another one that I've seen is kids walking up to machines, putting money in, pressing the middle button to start the game, like say TMNT, pressing the middle button to launch the ball on the lockdown bar. And then the ball came to the flipper and he started pounding the, um, the middle, middle foot, the middle, the middle button again. The middle yes. button again. And I'm just like, whoa. And then the ball drained and then kicked out the ball save. And then he I did it again. And I walked up to him like, the flipper's on the side. And he's like, ah, like these kids have never played pinball before. And I know there's a video on the screen in the track mode, but I don't know if it's too much to, you know, like put a big flashing thing on the LCD. Like, <laughs> stupid, if, is, if, stupid does. Don't hit the middle button, you dumbass. Yeah, just some like big sign. If like the the person drains after the first ball with no flippers press, a big thing comes up like like use before the bonus. Like the use yeah, use flippers on the sides. Yeah, <laughs> this is how you play. Is it like Indy five hundred? Like he hasn't used that upper right flipper yet. I wonder if he even knows it's there. <laughs> just oh my god, I saw I see the same thing at the bar when we had the bar. Oh my god, I was like, what are you doing? That's a good idea though. You could have like the turtle characters. Leonardo, I don't think he knows the flipper buttons are on the side. Or you can get Mark Silk to be like, use the flipper button. <laughs> yes. Use the flipper buttons on either side of the cabinet. <laughs> Please. That Mark, that Mark Silk episode was amazing. That was a really Thank good you. one. Thank you very much. We, once in a while we get a gem. 
I don't know. As as they changed it to uh, hit the side ramp, have, have they changed that in the uh, game yet, or does it still say center ramp? Still say center. Damn it! Shoot the center ramp. I mean side ramp. Hey, but we're allowed to play pinball now in uh, New York State. You know, we haven't had your normal um, Cuomo tirade. Uh, he'll be gone soon. I can't wait. Yeah, he'll be gone soon. You can't wait. Okay. Yep. That's when we party here. But we're allowed to play pinball finally. Pinball is allowed on location in New York State. Oh, 25%. Oh, yes. And this and this and this. How is it, Ryan? How is it nice to have no COVID? We have no COVID at the moment, but we still can have like snap lockdowns. So three or so weeks ago when I was meant to run my first tournament in a year, there was a little bit of a leak from hotel quarantine and they just shut the entire state down for five days to deal with it. So we're still we're still living on edge, but we've been through a lot to to get it where we're at. Anyway, no, I got my shot. I got my first shot. Oh, yeah. So which one did you get? I got the Pfizer. Pfizer. So uh, I got the Viagra one. <laughs> my penis is gotten a lot bigger. <laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yep. My ske- second shot is scheduled, so I'll be done by the end of March. And so by the end of April, I'll be 100%. They say you're it's 54 days or something like that. You know, after your first shot, you'll be 100%. Resistant or 99. 90-something percent, yeah. yeah. So, not too shabby. Uh, meanwhile, I'm too healthy, I guess. You're an, anti, you're an anti-vaxxer, aren't you? <laughs> no, it's wrong. I just don't qualify. for. I, I keep no, looking at the have, thing. It's you like have, You have to have qualifications. You have to have either Ron's not obese. Yeah, I'm not fat enough. I don't have asthma. I don't have like all the other things. Life. How do you be fat enough? Do you, is there like a, a fat register in, it's in the U.S.? It's a body mass index if you're over 30. Yes. Which, you know, if you were close, if you were like 28 or 29, you'd be like, man, if I just eat this box of donuts, I'm good. I can get my vaccine. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's true. You could totally do that. Oh, uh, there's a couple of things like if you have immune deficiency, you know, if you've given a kidney or, you know, or your spleen, you know, that kind of stuff, all that stuff. Or if you're old. Yeah, or if you're old or anything, or anyone over 65. Yeah, my dad gets his first one on the uh, 15th. Yeah, I got mine on the 4th. It's going to be weird in Australia because we've we've got the rollout happening soonish. It, it's it started, um, but it's going to really ramp up in about a month. But because we're living in a covid safe ish environment i'm not sure like people aren't anti-vaxxers people are just like ah do we have to do we have to do this i guess we all we all want to travel abroad and overseas yeah, that's but, be the and end end the hotel quarantine stuff because there's people still overseas and they they can't come back to australia because there's a, a massive waiting list and then you have to pay about three thousand dollars to stay in a hotel for for two weeks and then you can get out and that's that's how they've stopped stopped it spreading yeah um, it's lucky hope- to be an island a big island but you're still an island exactly but when when the borders do open run i remember discussing it i think on the on the first podcast that i was on um, slam tilt like episode 50 110 episodes ago that you have never been outside of the u.s that is correct <laughs> Yes, Bruce. I'm not a world traveler like you. I'm sorry. You need a 24-hour flight just to start you right off. <laughs> Bruce, have you been? Not to Australia, no, but I've been to uh, 
I've been to North America, South America, Europe, Africa. Oh, no, the only continents I have not been on is uh, Asia and uh, Australia. And that's why Bruce's mind is broadened. And Ron, you're so narrow-minded because yeah, he's really American. He's just the true American. I don't want to leave my country. It's I'm America. very happy. It's America. 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 You don't have to leave here. Why would I leave here? America. Speaking of Australia, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? It's been one week since you look at me. <laughs> well, welcome, darling. Thank you very much. Oh, hold on, hold on. Ron, you got to edit the first 30 minutes. We bashed the shit out of her. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Were you bashing me for being late to the call? Because I'm kind yeah, of like Kimball World's Linda Evangelista. Like, you know how she there was that famous quote that she made that was like, I don't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. I don't get out of bed for less than like a billion points on the shadow and a legion of adoring pinball fans. So you guys just, you know, you got to step it up a little. We had to listen to Ryan talk about spreading his seed all over the place. So you'll have to listen to that. <laughs> I have to listen to that on a daily basis. Get used to it. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome, Jesse um, J. Welcome, Jesse J. Welcome very Thank much. You. Come, welcome. Come on in and enjoy the party. Awesome. What are we discussing at the moment? Spreading seeds. Ryan, I, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a flow and effect. So I talked about spreading the seed to you, and now you're spreading the seed to, you know, other people. Other and we're, we're infecting other <laughs> men or women. So you all know, these like, men are having Ryan's seed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nice. No, we're right now talking about uh, COVID, how you guys are COVID free and we're still dealing with it, of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This we're, is true. we're America. America? Ryan, have you America. updated them about our amazing tournament the other night? No. Do you want to quickly run through your first tournament experience in five seconds or less? Do we want the PR-friendly version or the, the truthful version? Truthful, always truthful here. I feel right at home. Um, okay. <laughs> well, the truthful version is that I drove an hour each way to this tournament to pay $15 to play five qualifying games and then not get an opportunity to play anything else and got bailed up by some guy who was telling me about how he burns his body hair off with a cigarette lighter because it works better than laser or shaving um, <laughs> and that, that Ryan should shave his beard off because chicks don't like it on their pussies. This guy was like 50 at least, maybe in his 60s. Uh, it was very unpleasant and then I left. So <laughs> that, that was how that went, guys. Hey, Ron, did I tell you, I just got back from Australia a couple of days ago and I met this chick who was uh, really into me and she wanted to know how I burned off my hair and everything like that. But she thought you were 60 years old. I know you look yeah. old, but man. You, you didn't tell me that, Jess. Holy shit. This wow. Is, this is the. It sounds like my first tournament experience. 100%. That happened to you too. Oh my God. It's crazy. This is why Bells and Chimes exists, right? Mm-hmm. Some of my first experiences would be like, there are no tournaments in my area. I have to drive at least three hours to get to a tournament, get to the tournament, then play good. And actually that, that hurts me because now I can't leave on time. So now I'm there because like all tournaments, it runs way too late. 
and it's like one in the morning and I'm in New Jersey, three and a half hours away from my house and I got to drive home. Uh, that is a typical, my tournament experiences. Okay. What is the longest that, I mean, Ryan, answer this as if you're answering a couple of years ago, because I know that you're jaded as fuck now, but back when you still were super excited about pinball, what is the longest distance that each of you would travel for a tournament willingly? Oh my God. Easily. Well, hold on. One day tournament. One day tournament. Yeah. yeah you easy. can't, you can't be like, well, Pinber, yeah, cause, cause technically I'm driving eight hours, but yeah. that doesn't really count. Yeah, no, no. Not talking about the Pinbergs or the huge events, just a regular old one-day tournament. Five hours. Okay. Five to six I've done, easily. But what would you do now? Would you do it now? If Canada was open, I'd go up to Toronto, which is about four hours. Three to four. Not counting the border. That's impressive. I've had multiple opportunities to drive to to Neil. Neil is basically like a in the middle of nowhere town in between two major cities. Um, and it's about four, four hours away, I think. And there's a big pinball museum there that have like the best games basically in the state. And I never did it. So um, I think mine is an hour. I don't think I, I would drive more than an hour for a tournament. Sorry. You are jaded. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> well, because, because I run my own tournament. So I'm like, well, instead of doing that, I'll just run, run at my house in the dirty dungeon. They'd be worth more whoppers. And, I'll make people pay for like all the food and beverages just with the entry fee. So why, why would I try if I can do it myself? Well, we can't all be pinball barons, Ryan. Let's see for me. Well, I've done three and a half hours at this point, two hours. Okay. Maybe two and a half. If it's a really good one day tournament. Like my place. Well, well, yours, I say over. It's just yeah, too far. I know. Love a sleepover. So are you guys having tournaments in your area still? I'm sorry if you've already talked about this. But no, no, no. We haven't talked about that. No, there's no. nothing in our area lately. No. Okay. This past week was the first time we're legally allowed to play tournament uh, pinball on location in the state of New York. Have you just gone crazy with it then? No, no, no. I, I have enough machines to keep me by. I go to people's houses if they have machines. If I want to meet up with people, I'll just go to their place and hang out with them and just yeah. you know, be careful. Do you think Bruce and Ron, and maybe Ron more in particular, because I think you traveled around a bit more and, and played in leagues more than Bruce because he was busy running the bar. Do you feel like you've lost a bit of your, your gusto and drive to play in, in WAPA-based tournaments? I know you were never like a, a, a crazy whopper whore and you didn't really care about your your ranking and rating, but has it changed now? Well, before COVID, I always wanted to get at least enough whoppers to play in the upstate New York tournament. Hell yeah. Basically, that that was pretty much that in keeping like being the top thousand for the whole rewards thing. Those were pretty much my only two whopper based goals. Because you have in New York because everyone's in New York City and they have so many points down there. If you're not in New York City, you're kind of screwed for the most part and, and get making New York finals unless you just play in everything known to man you could possibly play in in the state. So that's why the upstates were created. So everything outside of New York City. But even with that, you got, you know, you got Buffalo, you got, you know, Bruce there, the Rochester crew, and they're just playing like crazy. So me, I basically have to play in the, the two leagues that were in my area, which now one of them is no more because the location's gone. 
and I pretty much have to play just anything I can that's close, like Rock, rock Fantasy, which is like two hours south. Anything they have, I go down and play. Soon you'll have another place in Rochester. Uh, what place would that be, Bruce? That would be the Rochester Pinball Collective. <laughs> can you um can you explain the collective to mean Jess and motivate us? Because I've heard about these things a million times before, but I have no idea how they make money and stay afloat. <laughs> because well, I would love to be able to do this. Okay, so what we're doing is five. We have five equal partners. Each of us have twenty percent into the company. So we put an initial investment in, and we bring games in. And what so we you're, do you're renting you're renting out a space, like a big you're space. Renting out a space, yes. Yes. And so what we're going to do is on two to three nights a week, we're going to open up and it's going to be a cash as you pay. So it's if you're there one hour, it's a certain amount. If you're there all day, it's another amount. So hopefully, like the Sanctum does, you pay enough to pay the rent and pay other things off. And it takes you, about a couple of years. Do you serve foods and you, beverages? We're going we're gonna to have cans of soda and bottles of soda and chips and that kind of stuff. That's it. Nothing we make there. I went to the um, Silver Bowl Museum, I think, in New Jersey when I was Jersey, there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And that had a great setup because it, it was like, hey, if you want to be there for an hour, it's 15 bucks or yep. all, all day, $20. And you're like, ah, like, I'm pretty sure I'm, I don't know how long I'm going to be here for, but I guess I'll just like pay the max amount because it's so exactly. close to the one hour amount. And the place That's we the have is kind of right the pizzeria. Yeah. We're right above a pizzeria, so you at least have something to eat there. There's a coffee shop right down the road. So, you know, we're trying to do it. And the place we have right now, it's the pinball area is probably about 2,000 square feet. So we can fit about 45 to 50 pins in there. Plus, we also have a repair area. So we're going to be offering repairs. So people, if they bring their game up, we can repair it. Good location for that. So you know it's going to be done right, hopefully. And I already have lots of, I got four now gigs. I have to go to one tomorrow and see and look at the guy's game and see just any way to make money. So hopefully people will come in, will make enough money to pay the rent, pay the insurance, and hopefully, like the Sanctum does and other places, pay for other games eventually after we pay off our initial investment. I reckon, Bruce, you should, if it picks up, you should, instead of copying the Sanctum and doing you know, the 24 hours at the Bruce, um, <laughs> you should do some kind of pinball Olympics, like a crazy Whopper farm, like the Germans, where it's just like three days in a row, two and a half, three tournaments worth 100% TGP a day, 100 people, and just mm-hmm. fucking sell it out. And that's where your profit is there. Eventually, Ooh. after COVID, yes, I would say yes, I would love to do that kind of thing where it's just, you know, you want to get people to like on a long weekend, like, you know, you're going to get these people, you know, you, you start at Friday morning. We take the day off. Friday, what happened Saturday, with the, uh, the 25 hours you wanted to do? The 26 hours. No, you got to go two at least. You got to at least go. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ron doesn't like my idea of 26 hours straight. No. It's silly. If I don't, I don't know those. Those I know you guys like in the twenty-four hour tournaments, but I'm so it's cranky. When I I'm, actually enjoy it. You know what's more fun is just in that same space of time running four or five tournaments. Like <laughs> so, you have four no, or five no, chances to no, win. No, what you want to do, and see, here's the problem: Have either of you two ever played in a twenty-four hour tournament? I have not, but I would. Ugh. 
I would, it would be the last thing that I would do. Like, Ryan, do you want to hate pinball here playing this? Okay. I'm so fucking cranky after like five or six hours. I don't know how I do it. What people don't realize is the 24 hours, it sounds like a lot, but you are sitting on your ass most of the time, just yes. trying not to fall asleep. So I always wanted to see a 24 hour flip frenzy. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> see, Bruce I is not sh- hardcore. I, I want would that. shoot myself right in the cock. Bang! That's it. Done. Okay. <laughs> Just to stay out of that one. No fucking way. <laughs> Wait, so oh. I'm, I'm sure, Ryan, you've actually explained this to me before, I think, and I kind of forget. I apologize to everyone else in the pinball world that has to listen to this, but can someone explain to me what a flip frenzy is again, please? The worst oh. pinball tournament ever. I've never played in it. I've never played in it, but I want to. We've done it a couple times in Syracuse in the Central New York Pinball League. It's just, ugh. Well, you must have done it wrong. Ryan will say how to do it right. Foot Frenzy, Jess, is that is when you play a tournament structure where you're playing head-to-head matches, as in me versus you, and you're playing a game, and whoever wins, you can, you know, you get one point, and if you lose, you get nothing, or minus a point. I can't remember. It's been such a long time since I've played one. But the the, the tournament structure is, like, not waiting around. So... You just keep on going, and after you play two games, you join the back of a queue, but the queue, if the tournament structure is set up right, only lasts like five or so minutes. Um, okay. So it's nonstop. You don't kind of have time to pee. You don't have a time to have a smoke. And it's nonstop for three hours. At the end of three hours, it's just like whoever has like the highest net win-loss ratio wins. So there's, there's, you don't need to play finals and it's, it's very exhausting, but you get a lot of games in. It's good. But the problem, Jesse, he's not telling you the whole story. If you're in a, you're against a guy who's blowing you out, you don't want to play that game anymore. Yeah. You want to get out and start playing another game. So you, but you, you know, you're trying to convince this other person, and this guy might be the best player, and he's playing, and, you know, some people don't want to give up their game, and some people do want to give up their game. So it's just, ugh. If if you want, you fun. can you can concede. You still have to plunge the balls, plunge balls out. But you can you can concede if you want to, because it's like, well, if I keep on going in this game, it might take twenty minutes. I could beat two other people in that time. See, um, I don't I'm know if my ego would let me do that. I'm not like hyper competitive in the sense that I have a problem with losing. Like if I don't win, that's that's fine with me. But I don't know if I could allow myself to plunge a ball and not play it. I think I'd feel like a Mama didn't raise no quitter. <laughs> the biggest advantage of Flip Frenzy, and this is like something that some people care about, some people won't, is you can time box it. So you can say, we are running a three-hour Flip Frenzy. Please come at 7 p.m. and we'll be done by 10 p.m. full stop versus uh, rock up at 7, p- 7 p.m. We'll have qualifying till 9. And then if you make the finals, it, it, the other day, Jess, you said the same thing. Like, how long am I coming for? I'm like, well... Qualifying finishes at nine, but if you make the top eight, it'll go to 10. And if you make the top four, it'll go to 11. Meanwhile, I was still there at 11.45 because there were so yeah. many tiebreakers, right? And, and I still have that, not played anything other than my five qualifying games. I know. I was like, I was like hang around, Jess. You'll get, to, you'll get in an hour, you'll get to play, but you didn't. So yeah. that's the cool thing about Flip Frenzies. That is the only bars. good thing about it, Jess. It's, that's yeah. the only thing. You, you can set your time and be done. Okay. Well... Another thing you'll find out about a lot of tournament players is you, you could be have a tournament area with like 20 games in it and then have another room with 500 games in it and they'll never leave the room with 20 games in it. No. <laughs> really? No, yeah. Yeah, there are, there are ones. Yes. I remember going and playing Papa's and Pinberg's, especially when it was in the warehouse 
And like the Sharp brothers, as soon as they were eliminated in the playoffs, boop, they're gone. They're go, gone. To get, go to get their flight. And they never played yep. another game in the free play area ever. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. Because they played them all. No, nah, they haven't played them all. But guess what? Yeah, I understand their, their logic. They're just like, okay, we're done. Now it's time to go home. Yep. Didn't, didn't, um, what's his name? Uh, what's the Sharps brothers? Josh, Zach. Didn't Zach Sharp, sorry, it's really early in the morning here. Didn't Zach Sharp, um, in the pin golf final, the last one, he was trying to beat Colin McAlpine and he managed to get double scoring drained, ball drained. He, he managed to double his, his bonus through the double scoring on Tron and win, like achieve the, the pin golf threshold. And then he just like shook his hand and like jumped straight up. Like he didn't even yep. like accept the, the trophy. He's like, bye. I see yep. you later. Yeah. I won. Yep. Yeah. Was it the IPA where Zach got left there and Josh just wanted to catch his plane and then they needed the yep. ruling. Yeah. Cause they had a tie. That was, that was the one with Johannes who, who had that yes. Dracula game. People forget Blah. like the game before that or two games before that it was an actual tie. And everyone's like, uh, what do we do? <laughs> What, does that yep. count as a win, a loss? What is that? It's like, it's a do-over. It's a do-over. Do it again. Oh, wow. Yep. Yes. It was it, a what, tie. what game was it? It was, a, it was an AM, right? Uh, it was something like that. Yeah, it was something like a yep. low-scoring game. And it was unbelievable. It's like, you see this final score, like, wait a minute, it's a tie. What happens? Is yeah. there a playoff ball? <laughs> what do you do? And he got on the phone, like Zach got on the phone with Josh. And, and they said, nope, you got to play. Play again. Do-over. Do-over. Play again. Hey, this is this is a random segue. I have no way of of integrating this into what we're talking about. But um, <laughs> it's like every other time you speak, Ryan. <laughs> I feel like on Facebook, and this is not a dig at you, um, Jess. I have more friends that are not on a Walter Day trading card than are on a oh, Walter God. Day trading card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the floodgates are definitely opened. Uh, yes, Walter Day, the former, uh, the founder of Twin Galaxies. He has all these like trading cards. He's 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 been doing these for years, but he years. he started this thing where it's he's just having games on the cards, but you can be on the card with your game. And I know like the whole Orange County Pinball Club basically ended up doing cards. Except for you. <laughs> Except for me. Well, I'm not in the club technically. Well there you are. Here's my issue with that. I mean, originally the cards were for actually doing something. You know, being, you know, <laughs> having a world record, so, something. That's what the cards were originally Benefiting for. Football, like, you know, broadcasting. That kind something. Of stuff, yeah. Now it's literally just like if I, I could go downstairs and take a picture of me with Dragon Fist and get on a card. Yeah. Do it, Ryan. Do it. I don't. I, run. I don't. I believe in the, the uh, what's the term? The, um, the sanctity? sanctity of the cards. So at least what they used to the be. Sanctity is already destroyed, Ron. There's no point. Uh, I don't want to. It's like they, they, they're worthless. They mean nothing. Uh, but they no, used no to be something. Uh, now here's the funny part. Every card has the how many games are made on it. Uh, I'm gonna get a, take a picture with Gamatron, and I want to see him try to comment on how many games are made. I want to fuck him up. <laughs> Why? How many? How many games are made? There's there's nobody kits. Knows. They're kits. So there's no way to know. There, there could be a kit sitting in some guy's garage right now. It was never installed. Uh, okay. Homework. Homework for Slam Tilt. Before this airs, Ron, you got like a couple of days worth of editing. I want to see. I want to see Ron next to Dragon Fist with like the cheesiest smile ever. And, uh, no. I want to see. I want to see Bruce dressed up as Elvis. I know you got to have an Elvis suit somewhere in I front know. of Gamatron. 
And I want to see you try to go like, uh, how do I get this for Gamatron? Is this real game? <laughs> when he originally did the card, it's like, I talked to Walter about, I was going to have a card at some point because I was the karate champ champ at the time. But it just, it didn't happen. The karate champ champ? Yes. The, the video game Karate Champ by Data East. I was the world record holder from, what was it, 2010 to 2019? Someone beat me. Was it a legit score run, or yep. were you, uh, oh, were you yeah, running on actually. main and, and swapping out no. boards? No, I did not do the Billy Mitchell method. I did not run an emulator. It was done live during a tournament, so it would have been hard for me to cheat. That's how you do your records, man. You do them in public. Do them in public, man! Do them in public, man! And I only played it twice. That was the funny part. I'm looking yeah, up. Don't, don't um, ask Ron to play a game in Galaga. Oh, please don't ask me to do that. Yeah, because I, I want my time. <laughs> He's looking it up Ron, right now. Go. Yes, go to Twin Galaxies and look it up. You'll see me at number two. I said number two. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, Jess, what game are you going to buy? What is yeah, what? the first game you're going to buy? Don't say Shadow, because I'm just going to come over there and smack the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't be Shadow. Good. I actually... Someone I know in the in the local scene is looking to sell their shadow, and for a second I was like, "Oh, how much do you want for it?" But then I I applied an iota of logic to that and realized that would be ridiculous after having Ryan's for so long. Yep. So I think do I have to just choose? Can I give you like a top three? Go ahead. That's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll give you either the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Oh, okay. Pressure's on. Yes, it is. Honestly, I reckon at this point it would either be Jurassic Park, Deadpool, or Demolition Man. Wow, you're three for three. All thumbs down. All thumbs up. <laughs> Woohoo! I would go two for three. Yeah? What would what? you What? What would you thumbs down? Yeah. Uh, not thumbs down. That'd be a middle, but uh, Jurassic Park. I play Zach's all the time. It just, you know, to <sighs> me. I'd rather have a Deadpool, and I'd rather have a Demolition Man because of the comedy in that. Okay, well, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park. I, I, I still can't get past the Australian accent, which is really not an Australian <laughs> oh. accent. It is not an Australian. In, in Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's like the uh, trainer, the guy. The, yeah, one uh, of the guys has, of- yeah, one of the guys kind of has an accent, or whatever he's trying to do. Not the one that says paddock. Yeah. No, that's not Australian. That's just fucked. I don't know what that is. <laughs> exactly. You don't know what it is. That's yeah, the problem. You don't know what it is. <laughs> How dare yeah, you it's from it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. It, would you say Deadpool is the most Bally Williams? No. Gate type wrong. game? No. Wrong. Alvira. And you guys never talk about Alvira. Alvira shits on Deadpool in terms Whoa. of nineties feel. In, wait, in terms of. In terms of 90s feel, 90s feel. No, I'm not no, talking about other 90s stuff. Comedy. You're talking 90s comedy, like Scared Stiff and the, the jokes and that kind of stuff. I will say it's pretty good, but the game still does not. It doesn't play like, honestly, when I go into make a shot on Deadpool, I feel like it's really Bally William-esque. Like you make a shot, you get a comment, you get, you know, you get your sounds. You get that's It's the perfect mix. You don't get that with Elvira. You don't get the sounds. How many games? What? You do? No, when was the last time you played Elvira? It's, it's by your like guy. It's by your man. It's by Lyman. How dare you? I'm going to. <laughs> I wow. think Deadpool the rules and for the sounds and everything and the quirks. That introduced 
the 80s feel again in the 90s. It really did. I don't know. Mm. I, I, lo- I love Deadpool. Four countdown, the bonus, and you hit the button and it goes faster. Oh, my God. It's just incredible. Yeah, that bonus sound is very satisfying. It's just, yeah, and then the spinner, the fir- that was the first real spinner sound we've heard in a long time. I was like, yeah, this feels good. I think you like the bonus because it's like um, Smash TV. Yes. When it calculates, I expect it to say, like, you've won this many VCRs. You've won this many whatever. Honestly, that's the one that I would – I really want to get that. But Ron's got a premium. I can't get a premium now. Isn't that the deal? They don't make premiums now? They're just making pros? Actually, they are making one more run. What do you you Uh, want, Bruce? You want the the premium or the pro? I would like the premium. For the, Even though I for like the, the for the disco loops, what do you what do you want? The disco the repeatable loops, if I know him. Yes, of course, the repeatable mm. loops. <laughs> it's all about the loops. I'll tell you. The other day, I'm playing Iron Man. I love Iron Man, and it's being its normal Iron Man self, brutal. And then I go over and I play Attack from Mars, and it's like I'm in a completely different dimension. I don't know how to explain it. Just, just the way it feels to shoot. Again, we were to- a lot of our previous episodes. We talked about the flippers and how none of them, none of them recapture the Bally Williams feel. I mean, I felt like I could hit anything with these flippers. It's just a totally different feel. There's no, there's no rattling around. I guess on, like, I don't know. I don't know how well you have your Deadpool set up, Ron. But I feel like it's, it's still like that shot can get really dialed in. The um you know, the Katana shot, but sometimes you just can't hit it, man. And if, you, if you're if you in a, t- a tournament and you're in, like, Ninja Multiball and you hit all the shots and the only thing you have left is the Super Jackpot, it's, it's fucking painful sometimes when you when you almost make it up at ramp three or four times. But, I don't know. I, people hated it when it when it came out. And, oh, uh, it, was, it, was ban- it was bashed like it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Deadpool? And my buddy, Bo- oh, yeah. buddy bought a brand yeah. new Pro and three weeks he sold it. Because wow. the, the, the software sucked. So, it did. I mean, it was terrible. Well, actually, and... that, that reminds me of the one I've been playing, Ryan. I was playing one on location back in my home state over the past couple of weeks. And I had been messaging Ryan being like, I'm, you know, I got a high score, but it's a pretty crap score overall. And Ryan was like, oh, check the, check the firmware. It, it was on, like, the, the original code, I think, 8.85. Yeah, it's not fun. Actually, no. I think it was like 0. 0.7. Original was like 0. 0.7273. Okay. I remember, I remember George bad. Gomez. I remember George Gomez being on a on a podcast, and he was like, "He's like, if you guys, like, I know how to make a fan layout game. Like, if you guys want a fan layout, I can give you like the best fucking fan layout you want. But I'm trying to give you something like original, like something that feels a little bit different. But everyone's like, no, this shoots like you know, can't hit the ramp. It shoots like shit. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, little Deadpool in a spring." Um, but people finally kind of came around for it. But that's the thing as well. Like, I think it's good, but I don't think it's like, you know, one of their best of all times. But because of the initial stink and now it's considered good, that isn't part of the conversation. The conversation is Deadpool's good, full stop. That was also part of the whole designer not to be named thing that occurred. Because yeah. originally he was working on that and then yeah. – the, yeah, when he did his thing, it. they decided to just shit can it and redesign the whole game. So then Guardians got released before it was supposed to. And that had like almost beta code on it. So then everyone hated that. 
Because what it was yep. rude all day, then it was orb all day, and then finally it was really well, good. What, okay, now which turned out to be the better game, Guardians or Deadpool? Deadpool. Oh, I like Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool for longevity, Guardians of the Galaxy for instant kind of fun. I think. <sighs> no, I don't even I think. I actually, I'm one of the few people who hate that fucking game. Guardians. <sighs> I hate Guardians. Oh. I wouldn't say I hate it, but I'm pretty firmly in the dislike camp. I've played a lot of it now, and I just, yeah, not a big fan. But what what do you think of Guns N' Roses? (laughs) I did not. Hot take. (laughs) I still hate Guns N' Roses. Wow. That's why I had to bring it up. Um, Yeah, look, I, I still can't articulate particularly eloquently why I don't like Guns N' Roses. I don't have any, you know, well-researched history or opinion about why I don't like it. I just don't. I just don't find it that fun. But I think that in itself is important. Like, speaking about Jurassic Park, I played it at Ryan's place. I've only played it twice. First time I played it was at Ryan's place. I stepped up to it and I didn't stop playing it for about three hours. And then just recently, my friends got a new inbox, Jurassic Park as well. Very exciting for them. It was their first one ever. You know, smells like new pinball. Um, loved it just as much. So, you know, maybe I don't need an essay about why I like, don't like Guns N' Roses. I just don't think it's that fun. Sorry, everyone. I have a question about Guns N' Roses. Is Axel in the game? I'm trying to think if I remember any call-outs. I thought that was grandma. Oh, stop from, with the grandma uh, from Goonies Goody. gag. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but is is Axel is. is Axel actually in the game anywhere? On the Besides, like the video clips. I I mean, uh, yeah, like like custom callouts. I mean, Melissa is the main voice, the keyboardist. She does ninety yeah. percent of it, and then you have Duff, and then an occasional slash. Where's my beer? Where's my limo? <laughs> but no acts I, I unless unless it's just a yeah or whatever like maybe he makes little sounds and stuff to me that's uh, that's the one thing i would i would have wanted yeah i would have wanted more axel in the game because because to me he he should have been the main voiceover but i mean that's not going to be possible i'm sure he was not going to be super cooperative I would assume melissa got the most lines because she was the most into it like yeah this is cool this is great I'm just the newest person here on the job. I better get, I better be on board. <laughs> so the the other the other day, um, I was on location and I've got Guns N' Roses, Rick and Morty, and a bunch of other machines. And there's this little kid who's sitting there and he has like no money. Um, and then his mum comes in. He's like, "Come on, we have to go." He's like, "I just want to play a game." And his mum was like, oh, "I don't have any money on me." And I'm like, oh, "I'll just give you a free game." So he walks up to Rick and Morty, and I have like swearing on 100. percent Oh and I'm god! Like, no, like like this kid's like way too young. I'm like, no. And then he's like Guns N' Roses, and like, and I totally forgot that it also swears, but it doesn't swear often. So I put a credit on there. The little kid goes, he plunges his ball, somehow gets the super fucking skill shot, and I'm like, ah, oh, no. Mom's <laughs> <laughs> looking at me. I'm like, fuck. I'm Good a thing you didn't person. pick Rocket Queen. You would have seen some interesting animations there. <laughs> You're just making the youth of Australia bad, Ryan. Thanks. That's my MO. That's what I, I, spread, I, I spread my seed spread for Kimball and I also. Yep. Uh, exactly. You have a little penis too. I heard about that little penis thing, you know. What? <laughs> See, Ryan knows. <laughs> but you know what they should have had in, in the game, but I'm sure the band wouldn't have been into this. But it, you know how 
if you do shitty enough at a song, you get booed off stage. Although I don't know if I've ever seen anyone get booed off stage, but I guess that happens. They should play that clip of Axel when he goes after the guy in the crowd and then quits and walks off stage. Like that's that, that's what that's would be should happen if you fail at the song. Like thanks, thanks to this lame ass security, I'm going home. Boom, throws the mic down and your ball's over. That would actually. Well, I, I, I think I'd like. I it enjoyed more. the um. I enjoyed the the commentary from. Uh, I think it was Eric Minier about the coma multiple and what that meant that there's a, like an infirmary in like every, every concert cause people like pass out, they could die or, or whatever it is. And I, I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, this, yeah. this is cool. This is, you can't, you can't complain about the theme integration, Ron, cause it's, it's never going to be. No, there's never going to so be. Don't that. ask for anything more. Eric he's unique in that. He, he got like his first game where he didn't get any thing from the license. I mean, other than, the characters are, you know, no, no music, no call outs, nothing, nothing, nothing. One guy. But yeah. What, one guy. Yeah. He, um, balanced that out by <laughs> like putting everything on their mech wise. Like, Hey, we're going to have a, we're going to have a cannon that shoots a ship. Oh, let's have that ship like rock back and forth. Let's have like a little flap where the ball can go through the, the other thing, like a cannon. It's like, this is unnecessary. Like you're setting the bar too high for yourself. Like, no, you're not competing against anyone. And that's why pinball prices have gone through the roof because Stern are like, hey, we can we can sell pinball machines for the same price as Jersey Jack. And Jersey Jack are like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, people are buying these stripped-down machines based on theme. I guess we should, like, raise our price because we have machines and the theme. And it's just this cat-and-mouse race where it's, I don't know, how high is it going to go now? Well, then Eric's second game, it's like, you have Everything. Everything. Everything possible, including a Paul McCartney song, which is amazing. Yeah, and you get a game out of it. Now, how, how do you beat this? He did fuck up, didn't he? Because it's it's off by half a second, right? Run. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's only a nine point. They did say Eric did say, and this is true. This game could be their calling card. Here, licensor, look at this game. Yeah. They actually let us use everything. Look how cool it could be if you let us use everything. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm segueing. I'm doing a silent, easy segue. Okay. Since we do have somebody new on, and we've never asked her, Jess, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah? <laughs> game you like, game you hate. And not the ones we know you're going to go with. Can't go with the two you just, we just talked about. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Give me a sec to think about this. Uh... And while we're waiting. It's <laughs> been... <laughs> It's been. <laughs> it's been. Wait, that was not a good one. I gotta go again. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's been. It's been. That's some. Be- that's been some good contributions. I'm excited to make a little montage of all of these. Um, okay, does it does it have to be like a favorite game, or can it just be a game that I like? Game you like. Okay, cool. Said. Well, lately I've been playing a bit of Whitewater. Really like it. Good choice. Yeah, I give fun. that a thumbs up. I played it at Ryan's Dirty Dungeon quite some time ago and wasn't really taken by it, but I think that was partially because I was so distracted by Ryan's shadow and everything else in there. Um, but now I've put a bit more time into it, really vibing Whitewater. I'm a big fan. Nice. Um, game I don't like, Simpsons Pinball Party. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from the other day, Jess, when you played it? Did you play it in the comp? Uh, no, I didn't play it in the comp. I played it back in Newcastle, and I played it in Sydney as well. And both times, I was just like, ah, uh, meh. I don't, I don't know. 
And you've explained it to me now, Ryan, as well. So I don't think it's a massive lack of understanding the game. I just, I don't know, something, it doesn't grab me. But the incredible Keith Johnson code. It is incredible. <laughs> Everything you can run at once. Isn't that great? Yep. Everything is, is lit. Isn't this wonderful? Hitting the garage 30 zillion times. It's so exciting. You still have to light it though, Ron. Oh, wow. I have to hit a right orbit. Wow. Yeah, great. Wonderful. I guess you can't do it then. The only good thing about the right orbit is it's crusty. Yeah. Ugh, hit me again. You suck. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Good choices. Okay. So I will I will stand by your choices, even though one's bad and one's good. You'll still, you're still okay with my buck. <sighs> the upper play field's good. I like the upper play field. Hey, Ron, how many more things do you have on your list? Because I think we've, we've only ticked off like one or two things. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I got, I got a lot of them off the list. Okay, news. Let's see. What have we got for news? News, 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 news. I'm at uh, This Week in Pinball. Hi, Jeff. Another deep root announcement. Oh, okay. Uh, he wants to get this out of the way. I do. Well, first, a, a good deep root announcement. Steve Bowden was on Final Round. Yes, he was. He almost made me want to buy Raza. He's so relentlessly positive. Yeah, hey, I want to buy this game now, and I haven't even played it. Yeah, I know. Uh, they, he did say Food Truck looks like it's going to be the next game. I don't know yeah. why they don't go with Goonies or who. I, I don't Good understand player. that. But uh, okay. Oh wow, this is a long announcement, Bruce. It want is. Me to kill my voice by uh, yes, I do. Robert Please. Hulk Hogan Mueller. Yes. says, Dear Raza customer, we hope all is well, brother. As, <laughs> as promised before, we want to provide an update over what happened in February and where things are now, dude. As some of you know, the winter storms in Texas last week resulted in prolonged power and water outages. The office was closed, brother, and all of us faced varying degrees of outages. The outages also impacted the lab doing our UL testing. We hope those of you impacted are doing well and getting back to normal, dude. So they're having trouble with the UL testing or it's going longer than yeah. anticipated gee i wonder who said that well, okay go ahead well he says obtaining a full system certification oh wow is uh is important for us to be able to offer quality compliant and reliable product the primary goal for us is for raza well no primary goal for us for raza in february was to get a ul certifications done unfortunately the weather prevented that from happening this is a more valid excuse i think than the last I one agree. than the uh, all our vendors suck this one's yeah. like, we had a major weather catastrophe. Yes. Uh, the last update we received prior to the lab closing was that the USUL was close to being done. The Canada UL needed a few minor corrective measures. And the uh, CE, uh, what, what does that mean? Europe. Oh, was about 75% done. Since we have been able to, we have been unable to work in the lab for the last two weeks, we're hoping to get back in the, on schedule early next week and finish the outstanding requirements. We are still being told it will take four to five weeks for the final certification and report once all certifications pass. This puts us into mid-April. Okay, now I got a problem with this. You have a problem with every single thing he says. Yep. I just feel like God's against him now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 the Lord has said you're going to make a pinball machine about me? Uh-uh. You ain't getting any pinball machines out of here. <laughs> we take in our vitamins. We say in our prayers that God is not against us because as another update, we have the lock bar and lighted side panel vendor issues remedied. Okay. He's got things remedied. Basically, let's see. We plan on updating customers again by the end of March. He's keeping, at least he's keeping people updated. Mm-hmm. You got to give him that. 
Yes, I will. I'll give him that. Because people have put money down. They have. So now you're responsible. Fantastic. Cancel. Yeah, will not run. Well, it says will not run in late June of 2021 as scheduled. And the hotel arrangements have been canceled. I can confirm this because they did cancel my reservation. Bad thing. Uh, well, let's start more positive thing. Pinball Hall of Fame hits their goal. Yep, 77K by one donator. Uh, it says 79K here, but one donator. Yes, one person donated <laughs> maybe a... He, maybe he gave his seed to everyone. Uh, a check for $79,000 <laughs> to complete the, uh, the GoFundMe. Basically, to get them to their goal. How funny would that be if the, like, the guy is totally anonymous and then he, uh, he rocks up there on the, like, <laughs> while it's open and he has to pay admission, pay for all the games. They're all broken. And then he, he says hi. What's the guy's name again? The, the, the main dude? Oh. Uh, the, the grumpy guy? Tim Arnold. Tim Arnold. Yeah, Tim Arnold. Yeah, he's like, hey, Tim Arnold. And he's like, fuck off, I'm busy. And he's just like, oh, god damn. I, just, I, I saved this place, but no one knows who I am. No, the funny thing would be that if the check bounced. Tim knows who the guy <laughs> is, I guess, so he would recognize him. So I would think uh, he would get some kind of uh, VIP treatment if he was visiting. I hope so. I hope so. There was a uh, cute little video, Mrs. Penn, mm. getting challenged by her daughter. I can't remember which very- one. I always There's what, Princess and Pinderella? I don't know which one it was. Oh, Princess. It was Princess. Basically a uh, trailer for a school project. Man, they do cool shit in school. I didn't do that when I was in school. We didn't have computers. I think they're just a cool family. They're one of those like families where you're like, how come my wife doesn't love me as much as that? <laughs> Why are my kids that cool? Maybe I can buy into the family and I can come over there and they can just, I can be like the son they never had. <laughs> we also had lots of interviews. David Fix interview. Well, actually it wasn't. It was Jack Hager. <laughs> It was American Dream. It was, it was yeah, it's right, David. American <laughs> Dream, David Fix. American Dream of American Pinball. I, I, whenever he's on, I feel like it's like a co-interview. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Tom Capera was interviewed on the Pinball Network. Do you know who that is, Bruce? Not at all. He's the guy who did Cactus Canyon. What game's that? No, I know exactly. Uh, he also has done a ton of mechs, and he's still, still doing mechs for Stern. Hmm. But he's one of the guys who did the giant mnemonic glove and the uh, Corvette engine. Some cool mechs. The interesting thing is they they asked him what he thought about the Chicago gaming remakes because, you know, Cactus Canyon is the rumored next one. He must be flattered and very, very excited about it. He said, basically, oh, yeah, I played some of the remake games. I I just I don't think they flip as good. (laughs) I'm like, wow, okay. Whoopsie! <laughs> I did not expect that reaction. I love how this was originally a thing, and then someone proved that it was a there was a delay. We'll try to prove using science, and then yeah. CGC proved them wrong. Like, no, you did the test wrong. It's actually yes. like yeah. more accurate. Yes. But then everyone's like, okay, so you've now proved it that it's it's the same. But I don't believe you, and it still feels different. <laughs> yeah, well, it it does feel different. It's it really different. Does. It's, it's, different. it's different, especially Attack from Mars. That's one of the oh, God, really different. Horse. But someone someone should be able to prove, like, surely the smarts in this hobby, someone should be able to prove why. Because it's the jury's still out on why, right? Because they use the same mechs. Did they say something like there's, there was originally a delay in um, 
in the in the Williams codes that like um, the the flipper delay basically when you when you press the flipper button to when the flipper actually fires off, it's variable between like ten milliseconds or, or something really small. And with their version, they've taken that out or emulated the the variation. I can't can't remember, but it was a very comprehensive post on Pinsa. I remember. Oh, I remember. Oh, I, know. I, know. I remember exactly. I know who did it. And you could be as comprehensive as you want, but I, I played several Attack from Mars's originals and remakes, and there is a difference. Yep. Period. If that's what you're saying, Ryan, that they have taken out the delay from the original code, then isn't it then the case that it does flip differently? Because it may flip better or more efficiently, but at the end of the day... I, I, can't, I can't remember if, if um, it was they took the delay out or they knew about the delay and then they... They randomized the delay, even though they could make it way more accurate. They randomized the delay. I can't remember. This was like three years ago. Um, okay. But all I remember is 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 thinking the same thing as Ron. It's like, congratulations on explaining it. I don't believe you because it feels different and I can't hit my shots. Yeah. I just I, I just in Tom Capera's choice of words, too. He didn't say like they play different. He said, yeah, I don't think they flip as good. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> like Attack from Mars, the lock shot. It's so much earlier on the flipper. On the remix, so terrible. much early to the point where I had to, ju- I have to trap off to hit it half the time. Yes, you cannot do it on the fly. Not at all. I couldn't do it. Neither can I. But Ryan's in Australia, so perhaps you can. You guys have better power. Yeah, you get better power in a room. Like your Jersey Jacks play way stronger than our Jersey Jacks do. That has been proven. Wait, really? Oh, oh yes. Oh yeah. Brian sent us a video. He had like the left orbit on dialed in. It came around like lightning all the way around to the it, mine doesn't do that. I could jack the flipper power up as high as possible and it'll never shoot that fast. For real, this sounds like something that people would say to troll Australians. You're and just getting all the better stuff now. Yeah, See? it's it's different power. Australia! That's right. <laughs> now, if you're gonna say it like that, it's it's gotta be like, you know, when you say Murica, you've got to just drop. The front and it becomes Australia. 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 L. You got to say it like say it like S T R A Y A. Australia. Australia. Yeah, it's a little bit better. You got a bit of work to do there. Oh, oh my! (laughs) Can I just ask a quick quick question? Yes. Thank you for educating my newbie ass. Um. What is Cactus Canyon and why is it being remade and why is it so hyped? I've never seen one in the wild and I don't know anything about it. It was the last regular pinball machine made by Bally Williams. Before Pinball 2000. Before Pinball 2000 with Revenge from Mars and uh, Star Wars. Wars. And they cut it short because of Pinball 2000. So the code never got done either. So it's extremely rare and unfinished, yeah. which in the pin side world equals unbelievably valuable and you must have it. I gotta have more. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Thank you. It's a, it's a pretty cool game, Jess. I think you would like it. Um, yeah. the, there's, there's, yeah, there's, so a, there's a guy who has one. Humor. It's got, it's got great humor. That's the best thing about that game. The okay. shots are good. It's got good humor. Nice. Like it's like it. a wild, wild, wild west theme. So what else is on the news, Mr. Ron? Uh, well, Ryan is not going to be with us for that much longer. I don't mean he's dying. I mean, he has to, he has to leave. So why don't you start your thing, Ryan? You got some yes. stuff for us. Cool. Yeah. So um, the last two times I've been on, we've done the rip-off episodes where we basically just rip off other podcasts and steal their content, just like Head to Head did for, you know, for Slam Tilt with like – Hey, what 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 kind of podcast we should have? Should we have? And like, just like recent runs. 
but now there's there's heaps of podcasts and the amount of content you can steal from other people is just amazing so i don't know what what podcast do you want to rip off well let's just we get invite keith on we're done with uh the loser kids oh loser kids, loser kids. So, <laughs> so we just have ellen on and, and that's yeah, that ellen on, we're done well all loser kids like who who hates deep root the most you know as, as much as scott larson oh i don't know oh that's, yeah that's he's got unhealthy hate for deep root um, we can we can go final round where Jeff doesn't think that he sounds Canadian. He's like, I I don't sound weird. I don't oh, say anything about so weird. Funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sounds so Canadian, and oh my god, it's just and and. But I'm in the process of becoming a more American. We yeah, we need more sponsors. Ron, get on this fucking sponsor thing. Oh, we need more sponsors. Yeah, we need we. These guys are driving around in such nice cars and like that. We need more money. That's final round. That's not Pimble Profile. But yeah, who oh, could the no. who could the sponsor be? Run. <laughs> who do you think we could get to sponsor Slam Tilt? Uh, I know who. I know who. And I'm not making this up. This just arrived in my mail today. It's sitting right in front of me. It's what we call here junk mail. And usually I just throw junk mail out. But this thing, maybe do a double take because I look at this thing and it says, "We save balls." <laughs> From the Manscaped Daily News. <laughs> 20% off. I could get the performance package featuring the Lawnmower 3.0, <laughs> the Weed Whacker, the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, which actually says Ball Spray Toner. What? What is that? What's a, what's a ball spray? I'm Googling this. This is, uh, it's like a, a grooming kit, but they gave them cute names. Like the lawnmower is the groin hair trimmer. The weed whacker is the nose and ear hair trimmer. The crop preserver is the anti-chafing ball deodorant. <laughs> this ball, this ball spray toner. It <laughs> I'm looking at this thing and it's like, this can't be real. And, and nope, it is. Crop Reviver is this ball spray toner is just what the doctor ordered for your buds below. It's soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts. Keep your high friction areas cool, calm, and protected after a good shave. So that's our official, uh, that's our official, yes, sponsor is Manscaped. Yes. I think that's what they're called. Manscaped. (laughs) The grooming kit trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. All right, let's let's go back to Pinball Profile and let's get Josh up on. Oh, oh hey God, Josh, how are you going? I'm the people's president, not not you, lol. Hey, <laughs> hey Josh, up. You come second a bunch of times, lol. Yes. His wife doesn't let him play in, in tournaments, lol. Isn't that funny? Get a new joke, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then and then Josh, I'm Josh, two. I'm number two. Josh, what do you think about that? Are you actually interviewing me, Ryan? Or is this all about making fun of Jeff? It's, it's all about making fun of Jeff. See, see you, Josh. Bye. Hang up on him. So that was, that was Josh Sharp, and that was Pinball Profile. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> all right. Next one. You guys have like a, a, a little bit of a rule that you're not allowed to mention this person's name. So I'll, I'll oh. have to dance around it. But this guy is the greatest podcaster of all fucking time. And I just want to talk about dream themes, right? Because dream things are, are really important. And dream themes sell games, guys. And 
you don't even need to do anything. You just need to close your eyes, everyone. Close your eyes. And let me let me play some music. And um, I just want you to close close your eyes and imagine just, you know, can you hear that? Yeah. It's Transformers G1, baby. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to take, pull my pants down. Can you hear that? Yeah. Optimus Prime. It's amazing. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to talk about this for three years and no one's ever going to make it. Okay. That was... He fondled himself very well. <laughs> and I get these letters from people and don't then don't make it real. <laughs> Next we got the super awesome pinball show. We've already kind of like made fun of it. I don't I don't know. There's like this there's, there's so many segments they have. I don't know, Ron, if you want to do an extra five days worth of editing to to you know really tighten this podcast up. Or we could just fucking kick Jess off this podcast because she has not been in the industry for five years and her oh. opinion means absolute shit. So, Jess, you've been voted off the podcast. See you later. <laughs> you are the weakest link. You're the weakest link. <laughs> okay, but before I leave, I would like to contribute to the live laugh track because that is definitely a key component of the Super Awesome Pinball Show and we know how much I love a laugh track. So yes. I will just leave you with this. That's all. That's all right. Poor man's pinball podcast. Jess, you're probably you're you're their biggest fan. So what do we? She's got the man crush. All you need to do is get drunk and talk about cheese and maybe throw in a reference to firepower and clear coats. Okay. Done. Fire power. Fire the power. the pinball the, the pinball show with uh, Zach Many and Dennis and others. We're not going to do we're not going to do market trends, but we're going to sing. Ron, oh, oh God, <laughs> no! Don't sing. Well, I, I'm 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 horrible at singing, but we're we're Australian and uh, ACDC is, is kind of Australian. So, Ron, I, I'd love for you to be able to sing thunderstruck for us and and if you want we can do the na 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 in the background or that might be an editing nightmare and you can just totally go what? go solo ah, thunder thunder Thunder. And I knew there was no turning back. Thunder. I raced and I thought, what can I do? Thunder. And I knew there was no help, no help from you. Sound of the drums. Beating my heart. The thunder of guns. And you've been thunderstruck. <laughs> I didn't know those were the words. I had to bring this up. Is that what he says? That was amazing. Uh, I that... can barely breathe over here. That was the best thing I've ever heard. See, Zach Many, you, you just you got to play to your strengths. You fucking suck. That's that's what that's the level you need to get at. Hey, Zach, sing better. Sing better. Sing better, play better. Last one on the list. I'm sure there's many more. I'm sorry for leaving out your podcast. Is the Pinball Players Podcast. 
they don't podcast super often, but they do have the top five. So I want to do a round the grounds and the top five satisfying shots in pinball. It is a satisfying single shot, satisfying shot after a combo, whatever it is. I want the, the name of the game, the shot, and why it's good. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. And is there no particular order? Because I did not prepare. I failed. The lock shot in Deadpool. Agreed. That's on my list. Just the way it comes around and just kind of barely makes it up the ramp and then comes across. It's very reminiscent of um, Sorcerer, if anyone's ever played Sorcerer. It's actually the whole upper left is pretty much the same. It, it goes up and then hits a wire form, which slows it down and then just rolls it to the lock. Next. Yeah, you do all, all five. Oh, I do all five? <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. See, I could cheat and just say the same Steve Ritchie shot, but in like three or four games because it's reused so often as all my my shots. I'll say the Steve Ritchie shot, which is used in, God, next gen, high speed, roller games. It's basically the left orbit that comes around to the upper right flipper and then up a ramp. Which he's done. Oh, I forgot. Spider-Man. There's just so many he's done that on. Surely you have one that you think he's executed it the best in terms of what it means for the, the shot, in terms of like, like locking a ball or a combo or the light show or the sounds. What's your favorite? Got to be next gen. Next gen's up there. I'll, go, I'll just go high speed, though. Okay. Because I think it's the first time he used it, so we'll go with that. Uh, let's see. What other one? Um, oh, payback time. The two ramps on T2 which has been copied a lot that's used basically any game that has that same kind of whether it's Metallica because it does a mode when you hit him a certain amount of times T3 does it a Johnny Mnemonic does it and calls it something else I always call it payback no time fear. yeah no fear I just call it payback time regardless of what it's called in the game <laughs> Metallica's like lady of just a I got into payback <laughs> like, time Metallica time. I'm in payback time I'm just trying to think of, of newer games because the older games, it's more the brutality of them, not a particular shot. Um, just give him the four and be done. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's struggling. I yeah. like to see him flounder a little bit in the water, don't you? Help me, Spock. <laughs> help me. Um, All right, let's go, to, let's go to Bruce then. Yeah, go you to can, Bruce. You can keep on thinking about Ron. I'll keep thinking. Number one, Attack from Mars, the jackpot lock shot. That with the diverter can ch- you know change it to the up you know to the right right orbit you know, not our orbit I mean the, but the right ramp shot you know what do I need the universal translator what did you just say well you know the lock shot for attack from Mars but you know you can either go up around to the right ramp which is really you know the right okay. outer ramp or you diverter right into the thing great shot you know you feel like you're satisfying with that nice shot agree Ron. Agree. Uh, sure. Okay, good. Number two, Quicksilver, sweepable drop targets. <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce. It is, <laughs> and you thought of it, didn't you? Uh, we're, we're two for two. Let's see if you got the other ones as well. <laughs> oh, I'll interrupt him. I have another one along those lines. Five drop targets sweep on Cheetah. Yeah, Cheetah. That was, that was I've done it two or three times ever. But when you do it, it's like, was that even possible? How did I even do that? Yep. But I, uh, that's what I was going to say, three. Number four for me, 
is definitely the Steve Ritchie shot, but I like it in next gen because you can actually lock the ball, you know, and gets into Borg ship. That's really the coolest thing I think for that shot. And, uh, number five, I'm struggling here too, but I'd have to say stars spinner, spinner shot on stars. I really do. It's just, it's a fun, it's a satisfying, it's the combination. The left, left spinner or the right spinner? The right spinner with the chime going off at the same time. like ding, 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 ding. Just, mm, it's like a very satisfying shot. For I me. have my fifth one. Okay. Right in lane, left spinner, alien star. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Jess, have you done your homework? Do you have your, uh, yeah. your five? Yeah, I've got a list. Shadow is on there, but I'll get to that. So mine is kind of categorized into two two parts. I love a you know we all know how much I love a ramp, love a long ramp. But I've also realized that I love shooting balls into things. So my shots are thus: number one, Deadpool lock shot. Number two, left ramp on Iron Maiden when I can actually hit it which is not that often. Both long ramps, both challenging, big fan. Then we come to the hitting balls into stuff. It might be cheap, but I'm a big fan of the Demogorgon shot on Stranger Things when you actually get the ball in there. So satisfying. Hold on, hold on, pause. Did you ever see the Iron Maiden Tony Stark meme when he just rolls his eyes? Yes. There you go. Thank you. Enough said. <laughs> um... The catapult lock on Black Knight Sword of Rage. And number one, shadow ramps. But more specifically, when you use your diverters to get all four of them in all four shots in a row and get super vengeance. Super vengeance. My absolute So satisfying. So satisfying. Especially. No, the most satisfying no no. The most satisfying shot on that the whole game is the seven loops. The seven uh, loop. All right, then, fancy pants. Not not all of us can get it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Do you, do you mean the seven-way combo? Seven-way combo. Yeah. I That's impossible I, in my game because of the because of the feeds to the flip up. I think you've got you've got six, right, Jess? I've got six a lot of times, but seven, not a chance. It's hard. You said satisfying shots. You said catapult. That reminded me of the uh, the lock in Houdini. Mm. But I wouldn't call that satisfying. I call that more surprising. Like you're yeah, just like, wow. amazed you actually hit it. Like, holy shit, I hit it. <laughs> okay, Ryan. Okay, so I've only got one. I've only got two unique ones. So uh, my Steve Ritchie shot that I think is satisfying is Star Trek, but not the next gen one because I, I feel like I never play a really nice Dalton version of that game. So it's the, the stern Star Trek. And I think it's it doesn't mean that much, but it does mean something when you get double scoring. I, I feel like it's almost the perfect. My skill set usually aligns perfectly with like getting to nine point um, nine point one right when I get into Kobayashi Maru and just like doubling my my medals and having a, a good old time with that. And that's I think I feel like it's it's looped perfectly with like you just do it from timing. The lights flash in your face, and there's no way you can like properly do it without just flipping on intuition um so that's one the attack from mars lock shot is definitely there it just it feels so smooth the ball just kind of like glides up and then it takes a, like a total right turn without sucking any of the momentum out of the ball you know hitting like the light lock and then locking the ball and then even you know the ball coming down the left and popping it over and doing it again 
it's just it's just perfect and it's also the, obviously the, the jackpot shot in total annihilation and talking about like the sound that happens like when you build up enough jackpots and like if you build up like one jackpot and hit it it's like Chew! like you know super jackpot but if you hit like six it goes it's a good sound lineman congratulations the side ramp on dialed in after a lock combo left ramp right ramp middle side ramp always is is an amazing shot for me like hitting it hitting a four-way combo to light light lock and lock the ball not many games that do that the fourth one is the yes i feel like zach many hasn't actually played quicksilver i know that i know they're overpriced <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> but I, I feel like he hasn't played it so he doesn't know what you know, he's like, oh, the, there's a stupid thing in the middle. Ugh, ugh, ugh. It's like, yeah, it's there for a reason, Zach, um, because you can. It's perfectly set up to sweep those. And sometimes, sometimes you can sweep it into the um into spinner the, into the left orbit spinner. And if you have the spinner lit, it's just like a validation yep. on the sounds. If you have the little hole maxed out to 20k, that sweep sound is 80k. It's like it's the sound of points. Bam! Like in one shot, 80k. Like more than a spinner rip. It's amazing. And the last one, which definitely isn't my favorite, but it's I'm saving it for last because it's unique, is the jackpot shot on, and not the super jackpot shot, but the jackpot shot on Indiana Jones. And I think it's because there's an opto at the, at the front of the ramp, and then when the ball is traveling up there, it starts the sound. It starts to like, ooh, you might be getting a jackpot, and sometimes it rejects and it comes back down. But then when you finally get it, like you, it's almost like you have like anxiety when that sound starts it gives you kind of like jackpot anxiety and then you get it and it's like jackpot like the fucking machine celebrates you and that's how you fucking make good games and that's what's missing in the machine celebrates you ryan because you've said that to me so many times it just it sounds like you just want the machine to jerk you off mate like i do (laughs) i do and all my it's 90s machines, <laughs> yeah, my, my 90s machines jerk me off and make me feel amazing. And Attack from Mars says, you're amazing. You fuck, I keep on going. You're doing a good job. I'm like, yeah. And then it'll still punish you. It's like, it's like, it's a perfect push and pull between this is a fucking hard game, but when I'm doing good stuff, it's telling me I'm doing good stuff. And okay, besides like Elvira. We had push and pull hard. <laughs> is Space Shuttle the first game to kind of do, like it has the beginning of the sound, the beginning of the, entrance to the ramp you hit it yes. and it'll be like three two one but if it doesn't make it it'll be like you know launch aborted yeah i think that is one of the first ones yeah quicksilver has like a, a drain sounds right like if you drain it starts to make like a certain sound but um and then it, it, it plays for as long as the ball needs to go in the hole but if you're if you have the glass off and you're just testing stuff out and then you hit another switch it'll stop that sound so Quicksil- Quicksilver has it, but it's it's for draining, not for a jackpot. Yeah, not for anything. By else. the way, that that Quicksilver shot, the the sweep into the spinner, Keith Elwin said that's like the best shot on any early yes. solid state game, I believe. So just just saying, just saying, Zach. Manny. And your shit silver is going to start getting the taken apart, Ryan. Beautiful. I can't yes. believe I sent a Quicksilver to the US. Yep. <laughs> I managed to find what three Quicksilvers in like six months. The first one that got sent to you, Bruce. Another one where a guy wanted twelve thousand Australian dollars for it. I managed to get it down to a reasonable price. It was it started too high, um, and that's what I've got now. And then there was one on eBay, and my mate wanted it, and I just went there with a boatload of cash, and I was just like, "Hey, dude, 
let me buy this before it goes to goes for sale. And then I gave it to him. So um, I managed. I did manage to find three Quicksilvers in six months, which I know is, is kind of impossible, but people don't realize how cool that game is in Australia yet. That's a anyway, the end. That was my segment. All right. Okay, Ryan. Can I, can I add an honorable mention to my list? And I feel like you guys are all going to laugh at this so hard, okay. but I'm going to put it out there. The shot on Stern Star Wars, I think it's the Endor shot. So there's like a little horseshoe and then there's the ramp in the middle. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, the ramp, the ramp is Endor. Yeah. Yeah, the, the horseshoe is Hoth on the right and the Death Star yeah. on the left. Yeah, and Endor in the middle. Okay, it's not a hard shot. It's not a particularly long ramp. I don't know what it is about that. I think it's the way that it kind of levels out, but shooting that ramp is like crack to me. It's so satisfying. Because it's the it's the shallowest ramp. The top of the ramp is like one millimeter higher than like the height of a ball. So it's like it can't it can't get any more shallow. And it's that's because why Steve Ritchie knows how to make ramps, asshole. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> is that why? Anyway, every time I hit it, I I feel like I should be mocked for saying this, but every time I hit it, I'm like, yeah. Just it looks beautiful. Love a plastic ramp. Are we getting rid of you, Ryan, and we're keeping the girl? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to. I have to go to a ten-year anniversary celebration, which is five hours long. It's longer than an actual wedding. So, go congratulations. I've no, not not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> While you're gone, we'll that. we'll talk to Jesse about pinball feuds and stuff. It'll be great. Yes. Yes. Okay. You, you miss out on the rest. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, See Ryan. You. Are you guys keeping right. me? I've brought nothing to this show, by the way. I've got no you notes. You bring everything. You'll listen and you'll talk and you'll join in. That's how we <laughs> always do here. All right. So what else is on our list, Mr. Ron? Uh, we have the ball bag. Ooh, I love a good ball bag. <laughs> that's, that's our mailbag segment. So, yeah, I, yes. I just say ball bag so he can be Bruce. Be yes. offensive. Amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have an email from Dr. John. Oh. Of all people. Hello, friendly men. That's actually a sense. Bruce, uh, let's see. Bruce chatting about variations in his Rick flippers. It's Rick. Uh, oh, yes. Let's see. Uh, perhaps this may help. Charlie released this on Pinside. Okay. Let's see. Um, okay, spent some time on the phone. Uh, this actually requires a it's visual. It's a long thing, but saying that they're, the flipper bats, the flipper bushings are wrong. Uh, yeah, they're too long, so the flippers are like way above the play field. But guess what? How long ago would that post was? That was back in November, that post was, or October, November. And I got on the list right after that. The weird thing is, is they're the same part, the same bushing. Do their play fields get right like a different thickness? I don't know, but here's the worst part. I still haven't gotten them, and it's March. Haven't got what? The bushings. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking goddamn fucking goddamn. (sighs) (laughs) Have you played Rick and Morty, Jess? I have. I played Ryan's and really liked it. It's fun. I've actually never watched Rick and Morty, though, so... If you, you need to cut it. me from this call now, I understand. Oh, it's a good thing. <laughs> well, it's an Australian Rick and Morty, so it's going to play better. That's the way it is. Because of the power? <laughs> power. I think it's the power, honestly. I, I really Not do. Energy. It's the okay. thunder from down under. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one's from Greg. It says, hi, fellas. 
In a recent episode, you mentioned stern flipper coil stops and how you replace them as soon as you get a new stern. Can you say more about this and tell us what coil stops you use for replacement? P.S. Prices are going crazy over here. A couple of Tron LEs going for 25K, uh, U.S. dollars, 21K, and standard now 13K, 10.5 U.S. dollars, 10.5K U.S. dollars. Wow. Uh, The coil stops, they suck from uh, Stern. They really do. I don't know what the hell the problem is. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Our Zach, different than Zach Many. Yes. It's for the benefit of people who don't know what we're talking about. Our Zach, his... his, um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. He opens up, shows me there's like metal shavings all over from the coil stops falling apart. Yep. I don't get it. It's terrible. Coil stops are hard, obviously. The problem is they just fall apart and then you lose your coil. Sometimes the coil drops out of the holder because it, there's nothing holding it in anymore. The coil stop actually holds one end of the coil in. So it's just, I've been using Marcos lately. I When I buy them, I buy a like 20 of them and then I don't go for, you know, I go for about a year or two, maybe three without uh, having to touch anything. If I need them local, I get them from my local distributor at Amusements Plus. But yeah, just it's everyone that I've gotten from Stern out of a new machine. Suck. Yeah. Same here, Marco. Yep. So we should have a checklist now. Mm-hmm. If Jess is going to get a new Stern, say she's going to pick yes. up a Jurassic Park, what she's going to have to do on this brand new game. <laughs> you're gonna have to replace all your coil stops you're gonna want to yep. do that washers underneath the underneath all the uh all the posts if, posts. if you if you don't want a pooling and shipping to occur if, if you don't yep. if you don't care they haven't been putting art around them lately so uh change all your you got to take all the rails out the rails yes the rails now the gouges and the rails from avengers and that kind of stuff they're having that issue so oh, you mean the, the, you gotta the, lift up well hold on the ball guides you mean the ball guides? yes the rails yes then no, the rails are on the side. No, no, I can tell them ball rails. You're confusing her. Ah. See, he confuses me, and I've known him if for years. If you said rail, I would interpret rails as ball guides. Oh. See? Ah-ha! Okay. Thank you! <sighs> all right. Justification again. All right, all right. What else <laughs> do you have to do? Um, Different rubbers sometimes. The rubbers lately from Stearns have been okay. You know, they kind of crap out. They're not as bad as James. Check your uh, play field to make sure it's not warped. Yes. Want to do that? Yeah. Put it in switch test and make sure they didn't connect something wrong. Make sure okay. all your optics work. Yeah. And, and then you end up playing the game on stream and your chat is telling you how your game is not working right, which happened to right. me. Okay. Should I be passing this on to my friends then that just got a new JP? Probably. You could. These are all valid points. And uh, change the balls. Does stern, does yeah, stern balls, balls still suck? Use the factory balls, never. Never use factory balls because they suck. Just keep in your car, though, in case somebody really pisses you off. You can throw them <laughs> out the window and they'll bounce and go right through his windshield. Yeah, they would. I think that's it. Oh, and when you turn it on the first time, make sure the coin door is closed, which I didn't realize. When I got my Deadpool, I thought it was broken because I turned it <laughs> on and it didn't work. Or was it Star Wars? It's one of the Spike games. The coin door has to be closed. It like just sat there with a node board error or something on it. Like, what the hell is that? What's going on? So what you're saying is, if I buy a new stern, I need to bring it home and then disassemble it and build an entirely new machine from the ground up. You've learned it all now. (laughs) (laughs) You've learned it all. Build a homebrew. There you go. 
Perfect. What else do we have on our list for news? Let's see. I think that was it. Okay. Then we can start on some topics. The Twippies are coming. The Twippies are coming. Hurrah, hurrah. The Twippies are coming. Hurrah. Did you vote for the Twippies at all, Jess? I did. Cool. You, I, I did not. You did I not. Did. <laughs> I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I did. Did you? Justin Boss. I voted for everything except one particular category. Yes. Which I never vote for because I think it's a conflict of interest. I, vote on uh, yeah. I never vote for podcast. Yeah, I never vote for favorite podcast because I just feel weird if I I'm feel, yeah, voting feel for weird. myself or whatever. Or somebody else. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so the Twippies are coming. Hey, I got my 545 bulbs. What's a 545 bulb? It's a wedge flasher bulb used in Dirty Harry and. It's not a flasher. A of games. You're already wrong. It's a time delay. It's a blinker bulb. bulb. Time delay blinker bulb, but it is time delayed. And uh, I got I got them on eBay. We talked about it last episode, and I got my ten boxes of GEs. Congratulations! Did you know, Ron? I have a new podcast. Uh, Jess, did you know that Bruce has a new podcast? I did not know that Bruce has a new podcast. Please tell us more. It's on the Pinball Network, where me and Jess are. Amazing. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, a Pinball Plus podcast with me and Kathy. Okay. We had our first episode. We're going to be recording again, so come and listen to us. Watch us on Facebook on Pinball Plus podcast. Say hi. (laughs) Make fun of me. Enjoy my wife. Oh, my. Do you have an email address? We do. It is pinballpluspodcast at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone starts with the Gmail accounts and just goes from there. And Ron, how's your podcast doing? I'm also on a podcast, um, another podcast, which is on TPN, which is called Silverball Chronicles. Yes. And we recorded last weekend, and we will be our my, uh, counterpart. David Dennis will be editing and releasing a new episode soon. It's going to be primarily a, uh, like early 80s Williams when pinball was kind of dying slash Barry Ausler episode. Okay. Okay, cool. Very cool. I'm a big fan and, of the Chronicles. Oh, also, the Chronicles. Until and, and they're wrong. <laughs> Um, I didn't mention this earlier when Ryan was on the call, and I wish I did, but someone actually messaged me following our last episode of Jesse Day, and they were like, hey, great episode. Why does Ryan wank off Bruce and Ron so much, though? He loves them way too much. (laughs) Well, we're lovable. I agree. (laughs) We're wankers. I'm here for the Bruce and Ron love. In fact, I think we should just have a Bruce and Ron fan club. It would just it'd be a full-on circle joke. It'd be great. Anyway, so cool. sorry about the hate, guys. But at least you know that Ryan loves you, and I love you too. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank <laughs> you. I'm far too private for a fan club. Wow. No way. Oh, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, Bruce tells everyone to, like, hug me at shows, and it pisses me <laughs> off. Just go up, give him a big old hug. Oh, yeah. And what happens, Ron, when I did that? Uh, they do. <laughs> they did. Not yeah. anymore. Well, yeah, because yeah, COVID, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if enough people listen to your podcast, you might go to a show and people recognize you and it's weird. That's actually started happening at pinball events in Melbourne. And yes, it is very weird. Yeah. Or they'll recognize your voice. 
I know. Oh, that oh voice. yeah, you're playing with them. They don't know. Oh, yeah, yet. yeah. Especially Bruce. You can imagine if he starts yelling. Like I've heard that voice before. Yep. <laughs> Particularly so, yelling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not. <laughs> so, Ron, this is news that nobody knows except for me and Kathy. Oh God, springing it on me again. He does this too on the podcast. So just I just spring a news. Like, I have no idea what he's going to say. Okay, go ahead. We are looking for another house. Oh. Yep, we're looking for a ranch. Ooh. Oh, but I thought this was like the perfect place, and, and you have the co-op now to put all your games in. Why Why do you need a ranch again? The problem is this place, we're outgrowing even with the games out of it eventually. It is really tight. It's only a two-bedroom to second bedroom, which I'm in right now. It's like eight by eight. <laughs> the second bedroom is really small. Plus, you know... I don't like renting that much. So we've been looking for a house. Oh, we think we found one. We'll know hopefully in a couple of days, see what happens. So uh, I might need somebody to help me move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the guy with the wrecked spine is going to help you move. Yes. Hey, I broke my spine. You only wrecked yours. I've broken mine. Yeah, mine's just disintegrated. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, Ryan's also got a crap spine. Is this some kind of side effect of just being involved with pinball? Uh, no, uh, my back sucked before I was ever in pinball, and I actually broke. I actually had cancer, so I broke my vertebrae. My vertebrae's dead. Okay, well that's that seems like a much more legitimate reason than lifting up pinball machines. No, but I still do it. Ask Ron. I lift up more than probably most people normally when it comes to moving shit. Yeah. Bruce brought all my games downstairs. He's a nice guy. Do you have basements in Australia? Not really. It's not a very common thing, no. You have, like, more raised ranches where you you have this first level if you're going to have something like Ryan's house. It's on the first level, right? And then then you'd live up in your second level, you know, like you had your family room and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, generally, like, it would be – if it was going to be split level, then you would have a a garage at the Mm -hmm. bottom. Mm -hmm. And then the living area on top. Or sometimes attics are not particularly common either. It, it, yeah, it tends to be like a separate shed on one level, like a, a separate garage or a bottom level, but not really a basement. Why? Do you all have them there? Most people in certain areas of the well, country. certain areas like of the country. You, yeah, like if you were by Florida, no. Okay. But uh, northeast, yes. Uh, even some uh, Midwestern areas for multiple reasons maybe like a tornado shelter (laughs) it's kind of like here in queensland uh so that's a very tropical state in the north it's sometimes described actually as australia's texas um Mm -hmm. so they have flooding issues and so a lot of houses it's known as the queenslander they build the houses on stilts oh wow Um, so that's a very classic style there but yeah we, we really have basements we also don't really have as many serial killers as you guys. Maybe there's a correlation there. Mm. Uh, yeah, we we have the most serial killers. We have the most crime, the most guns, the most COVID. Guns. We rule. America. America. <laughs> I've actually got a really good song for you guys. Sorry to just segue here for a sec, but let me look this up. Have you guys ever heard the song America by Earl Dibbles? No. no, maybe not. I really need you to hear that song. Earl Dibbles is from Texas, and may I read you a excerpt from the lyrics of America? Go ahead. Okay. 
feel like you're going to really enjoy this one. We're back-to-back undefeated World War champs, so take a cup and raise it up for my Uncle Sam. You know we sent a man to the moon, and before we're done, yeah, we'll probably send a man to the sun. Morica. <laughs> I got a 12-gauge Remington on my gun rack, stars and stripes flying high on the back of my truck because it's 4 by 4 America. <laughs> Buck Antlers, Colonel Sanders, General Lee, home of the brave and land of the yee-yee and country girls, America. (laughs) Wow. So if that doesn't make you want to listen to that song immediately, I don't know what will, but that is my gift to you, my American friends. Wow. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) And I didn't get you anything. (laughs) Oh, you don't need to. <laughs> uh, well, before we wrap up, do you have any questions? Uh, can can we help you with your pinball yes. education? Is there something that uh, that Ryan doesn't want to tell you that we can just bypass him? Yes. Look, if you guys have listened to the show anytime recently, and if you haven't, I would understand because it's kind of become a garbage fire. Ryan doesn't really educate me on anything anymore. We kind of just talk garbage about, I don't know. You're bicker. You two are like husband and wife lately. <laughs> well, Ryan's just perpetually cranky, so I don't get much of an education from him these days. The The only thing I can think of from this episode that you mentioned, I don't know what it is. So my technical knowledge is still lacking. I think right. you said something talking about the new Stearns about flipper stops. Coil stop. It? Coil, coil stop. stop. Yeah, what's a coil stop? I don't know what that is. Okay. Ron, would you like this or you want me to? Uh, sure. It actually, it's, it's much easier with a picture, but think of it this way. The flipper, the flipper mech itself underneath the play field, there is a plate where the flipper bat goes through the shaft of the flipper bat. Yes. I said shaft goes through. <laughs> then it, it, it screws into a, um, a Paul. Am I, am I saying yeah, that? I've got a picture of yes, one right now for reference. Yes. And then there's a, there is a plunger. The plunger goes mm-hmm. into the coil. Now, on the other end of the coil, there is the coil stop. And basically, when the plunger gets sucked into the coil, it hits the stop. Otherwise, okay. it would go all the way through and eventually would break. I would assume it would probably break the uh, the Mac if it kept yeah. doing that. Yes. yes. And the coil stop is just like it's a piece of metal, and then it has a, another piece welded on it. And that's that's where it seems to have an issue on uh, the sterns, where the weld just starts getting loose, and then okay. the thing just falls off. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not okay. a good thing. So yeah, if you need any technical information, we are the ones to come to. Well, Bruce is, but yes. Or, or Zach, who's not on the show right now, but yes. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, now I know what a pole stop looks like. You guys have educated me far more than Ryan has in the last six months, so I appreciate that very much. <laughs> <laughs> See, only Ryan's doing is driving his seat around. <laughs> the, the basic design of the coil stop is the same, but depending on the manufacturer, they can be many different depths, sizes, yes. etc. Yeah. Okay, cool. deep, thumber, thumber uh, Stop! Stop! <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's like a sixteen-year-old here with him. Sixteen, boy, you're giving me way too okay, much. Okay, th- thirteen. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> 12. <laughs> okay. 
Um, well, I need to eat some breakfast, you guys, because I just rolled out of bed and Ryan was like, oh my gosh, you got to get on the podcast. So I, I apologize for being tardy. No, uh, but thank you for coming on. You're always welcome to come on. Next, next, flush the fuck, you can come on with us. Lovely to speak to you guys. I'm going to go and inhale some Vegemite toast. Vegemite mm, toast. Okay. Nice. Go ahead. Nice. Knock your socks off. I'm not even joking. That's I love a Vegemite toast. So have an amazing weekend, guys. Good idea. You too. Thank you very much. See you. Good day. Bye. Oh, that was great, wasn't it? Vegemite. I still have the Vegemite that uh, oh, Ryan C gave me. Pretty... <laughs> it, does it go bad? I actually do I want to try it someday. You can. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yes, we're looking at a house right now, Ron, and the co-op is starting to come along now. We are ripping up walls and making entrances, and you saw our game list. What do you think? Excellent. I- I'm going to have to visit. Really? I don't. I would never expect you to visit. <laughs> <laughs> what I- I've been gathering some initial stuff for the stream. Because I'm a nice guy. I got to help you out. Nice. Thank you. But I, it looks wide open. It, it, you might, oh, it's humongous. I'm assuming nice. we can do the thing we talked about for Silver Ball Saloon, which we ended yes. up not doing, which, yes, which is speak. just putting the receivers in the ceiling. Yes. As long as it has line of sight, it's perfect. Yep. It, yep. That would be awesome. Be, if I go right, if I go actually like five degrees, like say if the center of the room was the purest place, maybe like five degrees more north, it'd be perfect. I'll have every site for every every place. It's just the length of the HDMI cable and all that stuff. Yeah. We're going to have couches in there again and uh, chairs. Can you say the address yet or is it still in development? No, we can say the address. It is uh, because, because it's very similar address to one we're all familiar with on the similar. show. You're going to be like, wait a minute. Okay, so what was the old address, Ron? 135 West Commercial Street, East Rochester. Did yes, I get that right? So it is yes. One thirty-five East Commercial, uh, West Commercial Street, East Rochester. Yes. Yep. So what's this co-op? Three forty-nine West Commercial Street, East Rochester, <laughs> Suite two nine six five. So basically, if I'm on the street and I just keep walking up, I will. You the will old silver ball saloon. It's closer to the th- It's closer to the highway. Okay. So that's the funny thing. We are only. Literally two blocks away from the old Silver Ball Saloon. Wow. And tons of parking. Tons of parking. It's truly like the Sanctum. You're going to have to walk a little bit, but it's not a bad thing. We all need some exercise these days. So what you do is you go around the back of the building. You're going to go up the main. There's three entrances. You're going to go to the furthest one, which is the most to the west. Go in that entrance. Go up the stairs and just keep on going. Make a right and keep on going to the end. Excuse me. And you'll see the sign for the Rochester Pinball Co-op. We are not open yet. So do not take this as come on down and check us out. Well, I'm sure <laughs> all our listeners, especially the many ones in Australia, are just just leaving right now to go there. They are. I think they are. But uh, I just don't want local people because they're already been biting at the bit, which is nice to see. They're biting at it the bit? Much yes. But we're going to have about, I think, about 45 to 50 games. So it'll be very nice. Yes. So if you, if you miss the Silver Ball Saloon, the Silver Ball Saloon lineup will be there. Mostly, yes. Mostly. Yes, it will be there. Plus a couple other newer games, some older games, which is really nice because of Zach. EMs, baby. 
Yep, we have three games already in the building, but they're just in the storage area. And we're gonna. The good thing about the co-op is we're offering repair work. So if you have a game local in the Western New York area, we can do anything. We're gonna be doing playfield swaps. We're gonna be doing basic repairs and getting machines up and running for people. So it is the way to go. Do you think this might be a location where Zach's homebrew might make a debut? I think so. Oh, definitely. And definitely. And we're going to stream like repair work. That's going to be a point in the plans and also streaming tournaments or like that. We're going to have food and beverage there for as in bottles and cans of chips and that kind of stuff. You know, just the basic stuff. We're not going, oh, my God, drastic. If you bring food in, you can bring food in. Not a problem. Just, you know, you got to eat in a certain area, not by the games, but in our seating area. So it should be really cool. But ETA, we're not even close yet. I'm excited, though. Yes, so we'll great. have a, hopefully, the clo- they're talking, uh, did you have, you, have you heard that they're actually talking about a herd mentality by the end of the summer? A herd mentality, I don't know what that I'm means. Sorry, the herd, uh, we're 70%, sorry, for COVID, the herd. Herd immunity. Yes, thank okay. you, that's what I was saying. I like your term better, though. <laughs> yeah, mentality, because it is going to be a mentality, because you got to break through all these stereotypes we've made for the past year. But uh, by the end of summer, with all the vaccinations that they're hoping for. We'll see. I hope so. I hope for everything, because we've lost four other businesses in the past week have now closed in Rochester. Mm. So it is not getting any better with certain businesses. And it's mostly businesses that are either restaurants. Some of them some of them are like, you know, like we had a Sky, jo- sky Zone which is like the trampoline thing for all these people, for the kids and that kind of stuff. You bounce up and you do all the bouncy stuff on these big humongous trampolines in the place. The one in Rochester just closed. So it's not good still. It really isn't. But what is, is the Rochester Pinball Collective coming soon. Coming soon to a theater near you. Oh, and one more thing. I got the passport visa for our contestant. Oh, we're talking about Stu McVicker's opponent that yes. Bruce is bringing in a ringer from Europe. Yep. And I had to get a visa, so I had to sponsor since of COVID and all this stuff. So it's not going to be easy, but uh, I think our plane's going to be coming in like two or three weeks at least. All right. Stu said he's ready. Okay, because I don't know if he's ready for this challenge. He thinks he's had challenges before, but... I already told him we're, we're streaming it, and it's going to be great. Yes. So I'm very excited about this. Anything new in your life, Ron? Let's see. I was putting um, earplugs in games before the podcast. Oh, you got trying to settle yeah, down. Yeah, I didn't realize you can't put them in the old sterns. No, they don't no, fit. No, no, no. Yeah, but you can in the valley. They yes. have, but you can't in the stern. I was just, it's like, damn it, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just the Gottlieb that you couldn't do it. No, but yeah, and I screwed with the spinner on Meteor for like an hour trying to get it to spin better. I had to use my last original Stern spinner that I had mm-hmm. left. Mm. So I'm recording, I think, tomorrow with Kathy for the Pinball Plus podcast. Just remember the pan. Pan, pan, pan. Don't pan. Pan, pan, pan. It's it's not easy, this editing thing. So more props to you. Oh, my God. Hold on. I got to mark this. Wow. Yes, mark the date in, a, in mark history. Mark the date that you said. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It is a pain it in the ass. Me five, it's, only, it's taken me four years and nine months to admit that, you know, you you have a hard job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Just think, we're almost coming up to. What are we gonna do for our five year anniversary? Five year anniversary in in June. I think June. it is five yeah, years. Damn, five fucking years you've been stuck with me doing See, this I'm, shit. I'm still trying to figure out should should I edit out the c word because it was here a few times. Oh, it's there plenty of times. I love to see. You can beep it. Like a beep, just a small little. You can you can do like the C U and then just get the N and then T. So uh, it sounds like. <laughs> see, I, it, it, we're trying to be. You know, a lot of our audience is Australian, and for those who don't know, that particular like the C word in Australia is extremely it's like, oh, common. It's like it's like, used for men and women. It's just used it's as like, like you know, how like you doing, you you know, so and so. Yeah. But, but in this country, it's just like the you can't say that. That's taboo. Yeah. So I, I yeah. All right. So this has been episode one sixty two of the Slam Tilt podcast. Let's say hi to everyone. Say hi. Uh, top rope pinball. Yes. You watch the stream. You know he, he said to plug him. Yep. Steve, fun with bonus. Check out his interview bonus. on Final Round Pinball. So once you, you know, you're past all our negativity and you want positivity, listen to that. Yes, definitely. Steve is a good, kind-hearted person that, you know, you hope the best for him every time you talk to him and hear from him. That's the last thing about him. And hi, Zach. You can check us out at slamtillpodcast.com. The upper right-hand corner has all the links. I've been streaming at least once or twice a week. Did you this week? I didn't yeah. see it this nope, week. I was, I was streaming this week. I got my usual four to five people. I didn't see it. Honestly, I didn't get the message. I would have been watching at work. Ah, okay. <laughs> Damn, I could have had six. Fail. You could have had six. And then we will give people a heads up on our Facebook page when the the matchup. The battle of the century. Stupid, yes, the battle of the Where is century. she from again in Europe? Uh, I'm not allowed to tell you yet because it might tell you who, what kind of style she plays. Okay. Well, we know Stu McVicker is from Romania, so. Yes, I don't. I know. I heard about that. All right. Um, so we can be reached at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. I think I said everything at this point. I think we're done. So uh, let's do the gimmick. Goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Frank Castellano. You freaked me out, um, Bruce, when you said, what the fuck? You made me think that I misjudged the hours by <laughs> an hour or something. I'm like, did I miss it by an hour? They've been waiting for an hour and 10 That's minutes? That's fucking classic. <laughs>